Hello and welcome to the wide debate. That was a close call again. That was super close. Oh my goodness. That was wild. <laughs> so anybody new who's joining us this week, me and Callum are both, um, we both love educating ourselves. So we've created a podcast where every single week we read a different book. Um, if you go to thewidebate.com, you can see all the previous ones we've done. Um, and we basically, it forces us to study the book. Oh, he's got some of the ones we've done in the background there. Look at that stack. That Look at that getting... stack. I've never got Look to say that. that to anybody in my life. <laughs> um, and so, so basically this week we did um, an SEO book. So for those who don't know me and Callum, um, Callum has never done SEO in his life. He knows nothing about it. I've been doing yep. SEO for over a decade. Um, claim to know what I'm talking about. We will see today. Um, <laughs> and so, so what we've done is we've both gone through a book. Have you got the book there? Yeah, I've got the book with me here. Okay. Complete so with my little sticky notes in it too. Sticky notes, tabs and everything. Old school using books, man. I mean, I've got a... How about that? Oh, you can't see my fucking Kindle, can you? Look? Kindle! <laughs> nice, look at you. Welcome to the future. Uh, in fact, we've changed the headsets this week. I can get rid of that as well. Um, so this week we've gone through SEO 2023. And what this is going to involve is we're going to go through the book. We're going to go through from Callum's perspective, who's new to SEO. Look at all the areas where everything he thought throughout through reading the book is and then we're going to discuss what he's learned from it i've noticed that there's quite a lot of outdated stuff in there which we will talk about um a little bit further in and then any questions that people have got about seo or anyone wants to see any seo tricks and stuff like that we could probably share a screen and demonstrate a little bit as well because it's something i know quite a bit about so Sounds fancy are we ready to start like or? it's gonna blow my mind <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's good. I love it. So, yeah, you probably won't be able to shut me up today. Good. Well, that's good because I have a feeling I'm going to probably uh, say some pretty stupid questions. But that's good. There's no such thing as a stupid question, right? No, except for when you say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always a stupid question. Yeah. Wait till you've got kids. You'll be like, oh, okay, there are stupid questions. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. I was a kindergarten teacher before. So, they, I, I have my fair share of stupid questions, but sometimes you get some real enlightening questions from kids too. You're like, what? It's like seven o'clock in the morning. You've just like eaten a bowl of cornflakes. Now you're asking me about souls. <laughs> What's going on that you possess? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't get it, do they? They don't, they don't get that that's a question you shouldn't be asking. Um, yeah, you should. Oh, uh, okay. So we've got a first question that's already come in. How do you get a new GBP, Google Business Profile, for people who think it's still called a GMB? Uh, listing without requiring a video. Postcard is okay. Yeah, postcard's fine. We've just done one the other week. Me and Callum's just set up a brand new site for our agency. Yep. Um, so yes, that's absolutely fine. And the other one is, would love to see where you go with this. Morning, guys. And that's Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Isn't it crazy that we actually remember your name, even though you have that crazy profile name on your YouTube channel? Well, anyway. I remember your name because I got it wrong like 400 times and ashamed. <laughs> just completely brought shame <laughs> on myself and my family. Right. <laughs> You're like, going too far. You sound like a, a samurai from last week. Yeah, I can't get Yeah, I'm just still stuck on the Hagakure from last week. Right. Yeah. So SEO 2023 by Adam Clark. Adam Clark. Do you know anything about Adam Clark? Is he a name that you know of have you heard of him if, considering you're in the industry when i was cho choosing the book i looked for the book that had the most five-star reviews and the one that was the most up-to-date that said claim to be up-to-dated for 2023 and that's had got the most sales on, on the internet there's about three or four books i could have chose but the problem you've got with writing an seo book 
is it very, very, very quickly goes out of date. Um, yeah. But the, the, the other part point to an SEO book is the fundamentals, okay, the fundamentals, which is what we will talk about today, um, later, are um, never go out of date. They're the same as they were 10 years ago. So if you learn SEO 10 years ago, everything else is just tricks that's been added on. But the fundamentals, the actual principles behind the whole thing, They've added a little bit like user behavior and stuff like that now, which was didn't exist back in the day, but it did to a certain extent. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, we've got two more questions already. Do, 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 do. Stacking up questions. Love it. Um, can I grow my massage therapy business, sports massage, Swedish, etc.? How would lead gen happen step by step? Of course you can grow you. I mean, that's that's the why we've done SEO. So so anybody who doesn't understand SEO and doesn't know what it is, it's search engine optimization. It basically puts you to the top of the search engines. Um, but it's, you, we do, you do it more of a digital marketing nowadays. It's not necessarily just ranking websites. And any business, okay, anywhere doing anything, if you've got a business like yours, then local SEO will smash it all day long. You'd set up a Google business profile. Um, the silly things that people don't know about, like you'd set up a YouTube channel that has a link on it, links back to your setup and you create videos on your YouTube channel that you'd then rather than paying for a premium, uh, video, um, cause for something like this, if you can, if you get somebody who lets you video and massaging them, that'll get quite a lot of watches, quite a lot of people will yeah. see it onto your website, you connect because they're all owned by Google. Um, so I think the trick with local businesses use Google, um, I forgot what they call Google, what would you call them? Google, Google properties. You use Google, Google okay. to rank a local business. Um, so yes is the answer. Um, I won't go step by step on this because that will mean we'll be in here for, for hours. Um, but we'll try to cover a lot of that today during, during the thing. Ready for a seasoned expert versus a complete newbie. Thank you. Now <laughs> I'm nervous. Yeah. This okay. one won't, won't be so much of, as a, a debate, more of a, like a lesson or a seminar. I'll be, well, the I'll, plan is I'll, for you to improve the seo of our i mean i'll show somebody i'll show you a trick later as well that i used okay. this week that got me um a, a a a an expired domain with two links from wikipedia one's from i don't know some middle east country because it's got that weird writing on it and the other link <laughs> is 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 from over here which has got writing which has got like no, letters that i understand on um <laughs> yeah. And yeah, two Wikipedia links. Now I've not built a site on it. I've just three hundred one it into our new site. But I'll I'll show okay. people how I did that this week. As yeah, well. we'll we'll talk about that later. I reckon. Go on then, fire right. away. Cool, let's go. Um, so you kind of covered it a second ago because um, when you were answering one of those questions, but I think it's important to talk about at the start of the podcast, just in case people are listening and they're like, these guys were talking about the Hagakure last week. They were talking about samurai. And then before that, they were talking about like chimps and, <laughs> and human psychology. And now they're talking about SEO. What the heck is SEO? So um, yeah, it's probably worth doing a little bit of an overview. So um, uh, SEO, as I understand it, search engine optimization, it's all about getting to the, um, it's all about the kind of uh, sweet nothings you can whisper to Google in order for them to push you to the very top of their um, of their good books, so to speak. And if we're talking about good books, good books would be the front page of Google. So more people are going to see your your site and what you're doing. You'll get more traffic um, the high that you go. Um, and SEO, there's lots of different types of SEO. It's really like 
very broad and a little bit confusing, frankly, for someone like me, but this book helped quite a lot. You have like on-page SEO, which is the type of things you do on your website. Um, so things you do with keywords, uh, content, uh, videos, images, stuff like that. And then you have off-page SEO, which is a bit of more related to what Mike was talking about there, um, getting links from other websites um, and uh, using them to help your website shoot up the rankings on Google. How am I doing, Mike? Was that okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, basically, if you imagine um, off-page SEO, it's kind of a voting system. So, okay. so it's not just not just just link building. There's there's a lot of other things you can do. Citations, which is basically where you get your business mentioned in certain areas. Citations mm -hmm. with links, which which help. Um, and then you've got obviously um, proper link building. There's various different models of link building that you can do. Um, I use something called a single niche PBM, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about later. And I think yep. in the book, he does mention that the most powerful links you can get, he, he actually says there is no most powerful link. So you can get them from an education site. You can get them from places like Wikipedia that are massive authorities. Um, but you can get them from businesses in your own industry. That's got the, 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 the relevance, um, and the authority and the trust in the industry already. And if they're pointing to you from the industry, then obviously they are usually the most powerful links. Um, so the strategy we tend to use is we go off and we buy expired domains or you go off and you purchase an existing business website that's been up for two, three, four years. Um, and then you'll just literally all you're using it for is to send a link to your existing money site. But what I like to do is build websites on them that have forms, phone numbers, and either rent them out if they generate enough leads or generate enough leads and sell the leads. So there's, 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 that's what a lot, I think the, 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 a lot of the things that people don't understand in SEO is where it's, it's, it's a license to print money, right? If you imagine going back 25, 30 years, right? Before the internet was around, everybody was trying to get a, 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 a business property on a high street with lots of footfall that passes it, right? And you'd need to be in that location and you'd need to have people passing your shop. And then if you imagine on-page SEO is kind of like having a big fucking flashing sign outside your shop 25, 30 years ago saying, best deals in town, get in here, you should be in it. And, and basically every customer that walks past it explains to them exactly what they're thinking. Oh, I wish I had this. And then they see the sign on your shop and it's like, bam. So on-page SEO is kind of what it does. Like it talks to the search engines and gets you onto the first page of Google, but it also... Um, you've got something called your meta description. So when you look at Google, you've got, and you do a search, you see the, the keyword at the top is called your meta title. That's the, 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 the biggest ranking factor on the page. And then the meta description is your first opportunity to sell to a customer. So what a lot of people do is they kind of repeat the same bullshit that's in the meta title in the meta description, whereas they shouldn't. What they should be doing is trying to catch the ideal customer. So if you specialize in, 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 in older customers or if you specialize in young drivers or if you specialize in, in like massages, yeah, free massage for the over 50s on your first visit type of thing would be more appealing to, to somebody than turning around saying, we've been massaging people for 25 years. It's like, I don't give a shit. It's like, I want to get a free massage off this guy further down the list and I'm going to there first and see what he's like. So it's proof proof before the pudding type of thing. Um, I kind of got lost a bit where I was at there. I, I do that a lot when I'm talking about SEO because I love it. Um, nice. no, just talking about some uh, some interesting sort of you know, like I said, SEO is quite a broad thing, and there are lots of little components that sort of add together to make a make a whole. So yeah, uh, Alden, good to uh, good to have you on board, mate. Yep, yeah, as always, pal. Um, so what is SEO? This is where we was up to, weren't we? Yes, it was. Um, I, I mean, I was gonna. I thought that we did a pretty good job there. 
with that, I'll okay. skip on to the next one. Um, so this is like the thing that stood out to me at the beginning of the book. He lays out these four principles of SEO, and he says that these are the sort of most important things that um, that you need if you want to rank your site. So the four principles are trust, authority, relevance, and user experience. Um, would you add any more onto this, or do you think he's got that pretty much nailed on? Basically, right. There's a there's a thing called eat now as well, right? Which is, yes, I've mentioned out, eat a little bit a little bit later. Um, it's the same thing: expertise, authority, and trustworthiness, right? Yeah, it's the exact same thing, right? Those first three: trust, authority, and relevance. Have 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 pretty much always been what it's about, right? And the way I explain this, I, I was talking um, on an, an AI event recently, and I explained it like, so if if your kids go into school, right? And you've got this guy who is a super qualified, okay, top of top of the range PhD in math, right? But he's teaching your kids gym class and he's a pedophile, right? <laughs> okay. So you're in a situation now where it's like, okay, this guy's an authority in the subject, but we're not going to get the right result because it's completely irrelevant. And we don't trust the fucker because he's a pedophile, right? So, so, so you're in this situation where, it, and then if you get the same, the same qualified teacher, that's 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 got the authority and he's teaching a math then he's got authority and relevance but you still don't trust him and it's the exact same thing with the internet what a lot of people don't like like this is the fundamentals of seo this is it right here in, in front of you right trust authority and relevance now a lot of people try and complicate this and they try and look at seo and say, like i could not look at anything for seo for five years i could come back and i guarantee i could rank websites super easy and the reason being is that Trust, authority, and, and 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 relevance is what Google is built on. It's, it's built on search, right? So they want trusted businesses, okay, that, that that have got an authority in an industry and that are relevant for what people are looking for at the top of the search engines or people will no longer search, right? But what a lot of people miss in SEO is user experience. And I mentioned that earlier. We've only just started the podcast, but I mentioned that earlier. User experience is one of the biggest. So a lot of recently, a lot of directories jump to the top of the Google, top of in the internet, right? And everyone's like, oh, why is the directories jump? Why is the direct right? The reason the directories has jumped, okay, is the big directories like yell.com and a lot of the big ones and a lot of the big um, uh, trusty trader and things like that, right? Is they've got trust, they've got authority because they've been around a long time, they're super relevant, right? But the reason they've jumped above a lot of the local businesses is what they've got absolutely nailed down is user experience. Okay. And the reason they've got user experience nailed down is what happens when you go to yell.com. So if I search plumber Manchester and I click on yell.com, mm -hmm. there's about 50 different fucking plumbers I can choose from. That's got the ratings, the reviews, the services that they do and absolutely everything. So what am I not going to do? I'm not going to go back to Google ever, right? right? And make the same search again. So yeah, you don't need what, to. No. So Google loves, and that's, that's the key to it. That is the key to user experience that a lot of people miss, right? Is if somebody comes to your site, if you're if you're just if if you only do one particular niche, right? But you you add on your site, didn't quite get what you got here. Well, the, I've got this recommended, this recommended, this recommended. You could click here, take you through to a different website, and they'll be able to cover exactly what it that, that that covers your search term. What Google will see is every single time somebody visits your website, they don't go back. That's this is the most important user experience factor in my in my opinion is. If Google sees that somebody comes to your site every single time, let's say 95% of the time they come to your site, they don't go back to Google and make another search, right? Your site right. is going to fly up Google because what Google is seeing 
is it, this builds trust, authority, and relevance without you even being connected to a specific person. You're delivering exactly what the customer's searching for every single time they, they land on your website. Um, right. So this here is that what they call about the bounce rate? Is that what that bounce rate? Yes. Yeah, so, so they they call, they call it bounce rate, but bounce rate is kind of different, right? Because if people come on your site and they stick and then they, then they leave, um, that basically is about how long somebody's been on your website. But yeah. the, the, what, what user experience is more about is Google is the only website, okay, that doesn't want to keep people on it. What mm -hmm. Google wants to do is it wants to get somebody that walks through the door and it wants to satisfy them as fast as humanly possible, right, with whatever it is they're looking for in the right place, the most relevant thing. Now, whether that's via ads, whether that's via websites or whatever it is, that's why there's a scoring system in the ads now. Like mm -hmm. people can be paying pennies and be at the top of the ads when they understand what they're doing, which is my business partner on, on some other stuff, Dave Casser. Um, best ads teacher ever if you're interested in ads. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but... Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, um, but if you are... if if If... If people take pay more attention to user experience, okay, then they'll find that the other three will follow suit very quickly. So it's a case of whenever right. anyone lands on your site, like because a lot of people say, "Oh, you've got to keep them on your site as long as possible." But if Google sees them come to your site, click a call button, and leave your site within seconds, but they've left via a link that takes them to a phone number or a link that takes them to the place that they want to go, or they've clicked on a buy button, then Google knows you've satisfied what they're looking for. And this is why it's important to have Google Analytics on a site, uh -huh. um, a genuine site, not a lead generation site. They're kind of a different. So, so we, I do a lot of lead gen sites, which I won't have Google Analytics on so often. Um, but if I'm building a business's site, I'll always put Google Analytics on because then Google can see, okay, they hit the site and within 10 seconds, they made a phone call. They hit, and they never came back to Google after that and, and remade the search. So they know, all right, they might have only been on there a few seconds, but the customer got exactly what they were looking for. Customer got exact, and that's the, that's the key to Google. That that is basically the fundamentals of SEO. Whether you know all the other tricks, the link building tricks, and the strategies, and all the rest of that shit, if you keep those four words in your head when you're thinking about SEO, you will never, ever, ever struggle to rank anything. Like trust, authority, and relevance is like look at authority, like Wikipedia, right? Now, if a lot of people are like, ah, yeah, but you only want to put a, a certain amount of content on a website. Um, that's based around the specific keyword you're trying to target, right? But this, remember the remember the math teacher before that we we don't trust, right? Yeah. But he's he's an authority. If I went and asked him questions uh -huh. about math, just because I don't trust him, he's going to have the answer to every single question. So if you're yeah. claiming to be an expert in an industry, just don't then, get in the car with him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> if you if, if you if you're underage, um, yeah. but if you want to build authority, then you, you you've got to have all encompassing content. Okay, now what, what? So people who build these pages and say, right, just have one page for one keyword, but it doesn't mean only write about that one specific thing on that page. Still cover the all encompassing everything that they need to know about that particular thing on that. And that will build authority in your content without you connecting to outside authorities. Um, like th there's a thing where, where you can do authorship and stuff like that, where you can say, oh, this was written by XYZ. And if, okay. Um, but a lot of people are blagging that. And, and I don't see that working as well anymore because a lot of people are just blagging that and putting like fucking. This is written by Dr. Phil, and it really wasn't. Um, right, okay. Uh, yeah, so, so, which goes into the trust element, right? Because it has to be, obviously, yeah. real people and real information is prioritized over 
fake stuff or it should be that's what google's goal is i suppose is yep. to make sure that real information is is um prioritized with authority um does uh because there's sections in the book about social media but i i always think that when i look at well, if i'm just a consumer and i'm trying to get a service of any kind um if i find if if the company has like a social media presence with like quite an active social media or like a big social media following or like a youtube like you said before i've always found that they're more i don't know i guess because in the at the moment we seem to think of like social media clout is really really important it ranks mm -hmm. really highly does that is that the same for google as well it is but it is right so Right, if you imagine Google, right, so 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 let's take pest control as an example, because I did a video about this on the on my YouTube channel recently. Okay. Um let's let's take pest control, for example, right? If if you've got a a a Facebook profile, okay, and you're sharing links to your fa Facebook profile every single time that's got stuff to do with like I've just murdered this or I've just killed this or I've just <laughs> right, people don't sure. give a shit about that, right? So Google can see, right, let's say it's got five hundred thousand pest control companies, okay. And, and again, this is to do with relevance, okay, and trust, right? So a, a lot of a lot of SEOs will turn around and say to a client, right, you need to build a, you need to build a Facebook profile, for, you need to use for Facebook and social and blah blah. But they're not thinking of 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 whether it's relevant or not, right? Okay. A pest control company, I would never tell them to go and build a social profile, right? I would turn around and tell them to build a YouTube channel. Okay, and have instructional videos for up and coming pest control people to say, right, if you've come to your first job and you're trying to catch a rat or you're trying to kill cockroaches, yeah. whatever it is they're doing, yeah, this yeah. is how you do it, right? And then and then I'd move over and I'd be filming myself doing the specific jobs, and then you become an educational person in an industry. And because YouTube is owned by Google, like it says somewhere in the book, right, that if you're going to go for any social profile, use Facebook. I don't agree with that. I completely disagree with that because okay, Google owns YouTube. Yeah. So why would it why would it give more more weight to Facebook? So but I mean, then again, I'm a big YouTube fan, so yep. I, I think I'm a bit biased. But to me, if a company has a functioning YouTube channel and it doesn't even have need to have like super high quality videos, it just needs to have like you know the right information in the right places and and like decent enough content. Um, I I think that that business is. You know, I, I don't know, for some reason, I think that they have some more authority than, you know, someone that maybe has been in the industry for 20 more years, but doesn't have the same presence on that website. That's probably my internal bias. But I think if, you you know, Google owns YouTube at the end of the day. So did you, did you look at the author's YouTube channel? The, uh, this author, um, mm -hmm. Adam Clark. Uh, he's got one no, video I, on it. Has he? And like almost no subscribers. So he's talking about no video SEO and stuff like that. And straight away, I thought, does he really know what he's talking about? So I thought, I'll go over and check out his channel. Ah, smart move. Uh, and he's got one video and it's got things. So straight away, I was thinking, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe he doesn't quite know as much as he's saying he does. Um, and I have looked at some other SEO books that I've got, like How to Get to the Top of Google by a guy called Exposure, Exposure Ninja. Exposure cool Ninja. Name. Um, I think he's down the road from us. I don't think he's that far away. I think he's got about fourteen no or fifteen thousand subscribers. So we'll never find him because he's a ninja. But no, um, <laughs> Ed's my name. Clickfuel is my business. <laughs> Are these different <laughs> approaches to SEO for getting a website ranked as opposed to getting a GBP ranked for the three pack? Right. So let's just look at the differences first of all. Um, Google business profiles are designed for local businesses, not for 
um, large businesses, right? So, so, so they are, but if you're trying to get ranked in the three pack locally, you would normally be looking to do this in, 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 in a local way. 99.9% .9 of, of Google business profiles is designed for local. All right. You get national companies with them, but they're not going to get anywhere as much traffic from the good Google business profile as they will from their website because their website's going to rank in all the different locations all over the country. Okay. But a Google business profile, you, 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 the, 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 really all you've got to do with a Google business profile is absolutely fill everything in, completely fill everything in. Uh, so, 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 so you've got all the, every bit of information that can possibly and regularly get reviews and regularly load old images. Now, if you're doing it for a local business, it's great if you can get people to take photos on the mobile phone and then do a review and upload it because it has what's called metadata in the back of the image from the location, which Google then knows it's come from that specific location. A lot of people will go on Fiverr, buy a load of images from India, and then try and upload them to a Google business profile locally without scraping out all the metadata and repurposing the meta, which I was talking to you about last week on on, on um hours um yeah. and so so what you need to do is scrape out all the metadata put new metadata in and then upload it and it'll look like it's come from from local but you also want to be able to put in um you also want to be able to add all of the metadata so the device it's come from and everything else not just say this was in this location this location this location um and then you can you can spam the shit out of uh, google uh, business um sorry google business profiles and it will help at the beginning to get them further up at the beginning, but it won't keep them there long-term. The long-term strategy is literally have more pictures going up from local where, of, of either jobs that's been done or happy customers or giving away discounts for people for putting up a, um, a thing from their own phone whilst you're there and getting as many reviews as possible. Um, if You can't really go wrong with it doing that because it kind of just automatically approves you're a legit business. Whereas with websites... It's again, it's the it's it's the trust, authority, relevance, and 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 user experience. But to build authority, you want a Google Business Profile if you're a local business. Uh, you want a Twitter account, which obviously mentions you in the profile, so you'd be you'd be able to say like, I am the director of XYZ Company or whatever, or whoever the person who runs it is. You want to set up a YouTube channel, which has a link on the on the banner that points to your website. There's quite a few little things you want to probably do. Local directories don't go off and buy like. Um, these directory listings you can get for like a tenner a month and they put you on all these so-called big fancy websites because realistically you're going to be listed in the local directories locally um, and industry specific directories. And that's a great start. And then obviously it's about having a long term. Once you get all your on-page SEO sorted, uh, which is pretty easy, um, you then need a long term um, diverse linking strategy. So we had a webinar last night that we did. Um, and it was all about Google profiles um, and, and stacking links, um, tiered links using Google calendars. Um, so you can have some of the auto posts to your calendar and inside that calendar, it's got a link to your website. And then it, it's cool, right? But the guys was talking about it as though it was the holy grail of link building. And it's not. It's the holy grail of a percentage of link building where using Google profiles, you still need local relevant links. You still need social links, whether it's from YouTube facebook you still need on online you, you, you need a full trust you need to build trust online um and you need to look at where where your keywords you're getting your links from so that you're not actually uh have got fucking 150 links to all say um locksmith weymouth when most people wouldn't necessarily always link to that so diversify so 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 there's a there's a lot of differences to go through exactly how to rank and both quite a long <laughs> as you can see uh but that's kind of a brief overview of some of the most important parts
drive traffic from social media to YouTube and then keep people on YouTube, you will be loved by Google. Yes, totally agree. Yep. Um, Google, Google loves Google. And also embedding the YouTube videos into your website and actually sending them to your website to watch it on your site um, is better than sending them to YouTube because what happens is that your bounce rate becomes super, super low because people will spend a long time on your website and they'll be also watching your video, even though it's an embed. So that's also a real good way of doing it. Um, there is actually a plugin that can hide the YouTube feature on it. I can't remember what it's called. I'll have to have a look and share it in the chat later. A later That's day. Cool. I was waiting for the webinar and I missed it. Last night's webinar was good. It was interesting. Um, the like, the, the two guys we had on last night, sorry. Because uh, it was to do with SEO, I'll talk about it, but they're like a couple no, no, of mad keep scientists. going. It's all good. Yeah, the shit they do is fucking mental. They're like two little mad scientists that... Um, <laughs> that the, the, they just literally i think patrick's closing in on, on 80 now and, and so's his business partner no and way they they, they 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 some of the stuff they do is 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 really clever there's some of the stacking and the link building is smart um okay it's cool it must be hard to try and like keep especially if like you know you said this is a very dynamic sort of industry and it moves very quickly like it must be hard to try and stay you know keep your techniques relevant when you're you know getting you're more advanced in years and you're like you know technology can run away from people a bit can't they so i guess it must be i tell you i tell you what's really good about them both though is they're just genuine they just don't give a shit and not asked they don't care they just swear like troopers you have a laugh with them <laughs> they they're just not bothered they're just real nice genuine guys and right if you missed the webinar last night i think you can go to replay.mikem.uk forward slash patrick <laughs> <laughs> replay.mikem.uk forward slash Patrick and watch the replay. Um, nice. They are probably the best at customer support out of anyone I've ever known. They set up a Skype group where all everybody goes in and everybody helps everybody that they're all in there helping. Anyway, it's not a pitch awesome. for them guys, so let's carry on. Uh, <laughs> this is your next notebook. Yeah, so uh, I put uh, keywords, the most important part of SEO. So um, oh, the last part of that is a question are these the most important part of, of SEO? So when, when you were first sort of introducing me to, to um, SEO and trying to create our, our agency, I, I think keywords were the first thing that you sort of like set me out to look into. Yep. And um, I started getting really interested in keywords, like especially like, uh, you know, like keyword density and stuff like that. I downloaded the... Um, uh keywords everywhere okay yeah plugin um yep. and i downloaded that on my home computer literally because i was just interested in like because if you can find them on it works on youtube as well so i was going on like big youtube videos and youtube videos that are getting really viral I'm just being like what keywords are they using in this like are they like you know using any um any uh, are they just looking for like viral like super viral search terms I'm putting them on unrelated videos, and I, di I didn't know. Sorry. Case Sorry. anybody doesn't know, Callum had tonsillitis. <laughs> he's been off for three days this week, so he's he's come yeah. back in for the podcast, and now he looks red. We're fighting through it. I always look red. That's my secret. <laughs> um, yeah. Hang on. I'm going to need to hydrate. Wow, good? that got me. Yeah, just about. You're back. Yeah, it's been a rough week. It's been a really rough week getting 
getting else. You should have got a black eye this week. Normally, you're coming on with three times you've been on with a black eye. Well, I didn't. He's a violent criminal, this guy, honestly. (laughs) I'm a thug. His dad's a police officer, so don't tell him. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, so it's a neat juxtaposition. Um, Yeah, I (laughs) usually have black eyes because I've been training really hard for a jiu-jitsu competition, um, which is next month. And then um, I managed to get ill, so I haven't been able to train. And I keep, you know, like I know who I'm competing against now. Sorry, this is a little irrelevant, but we're going to go there. I know who I'm competing against now, so I, I can like look him up. And uh, I'm sitting there like, oh, man, I bet he's just working out. I bet he's training really hard. And I'm like sat at home, like blowing my nose and feeling terrible. <laughs> but Don't worry, if you get beat, rest we'll is important. To, we'll, you're fighting on the beach, aren't you? So we'll come to the beach and film you getting your ass kicked if you do. And we'll oh, share sweet. it on. Caught in 4K. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah, better we'll, win. <laughs> we'll do it as a, uh, a promo no for the next podcast. Me yeah. getting my arms snapped off. Um, great. Yeah, no pressure. That makes me feel so much better about everything. So- Anyway, did you, keywords. What did, you, what did you get from the book? Um, keywords, the most important part of SEO. What, 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 what did you get from the book? So um, the first thing I actually learned, like there are lots of different types of keywords, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, so you've got like head term keywords, long tail, navigational, informational, transactional. What's um, head term keyword? Uh, so they're like one or two words. It's okay, so gonna, okay. Like, I didn't know that. Um, okay. I, but I guess, yeah, it just means we, we just call them single word keywords. In, single in, word in keywords, human, in yeah. In the human world. But yeah, okay, <laughs> and what's the others? Uh, long tail keywords, which is like three mm-hmm. words or more, uh, like phrases. Um, navigational keywords. I thought these were interesting, which is like, the, it's like how you locate a brand or a website. So like YouTube is a navigational keyword, which I thought was quite cool. Um, informational like how to's and what are the best yep um, ones which I feel like informational keywords personally are going to take off I think they're going to end up being like the biggest ones yeah but yeah um, people are people also ask is on Google's you know the little drop down arrows where it's like yeah uh, people also ask and then you've got the questions and you've got the rich snippets which is usually based around a question um, if anyone doesn't know what a rich snippet is it's kind of when you when you ask the quick internet something like how much should I be paying a plumber in this location? Or um, yeah. what is the, I don't know, what is the best way to win a fight on the beach in Weymouth when you've not been training? Uh, you yes. might get a rich snippet. Let me that write says, that one down. Yeah. Um, don't get tonsillitis. Uh, yeah. Most of, most, most, most of, of, I would imagine most of the things that go into Google are questions. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the other part of this, I, I put in another, uh, heading a little later on talking about it but the reason why i think informational keywords like one of the main reasons why i think they're going to take off so much is is the um uh speech searching alexa. i think is gonna take off way more like alexa and google and I, i'm trying to i'll say a name quietly just in case our one starts yelling at me yeah. or playing music or siri <laughs> start yeah siri and all, all, all of those yeah <laughs> it's gonna start playing polka music or something um yeah, I think that those, you know, everyone's getting those in their houses now. And, and um, you were telling me the story the other day about how your um, your son is using your uh, home. I can't remember which one you have in your house, but he's using your home uh, uh, search engine thing to learn yeah, about. We've got them in every single room. So like in the breakfast bar, he sits at the end of the breakfast bar and he's eating and, and, and literally there's one there that kind of turns and faces you and stuff. And he's literally, he must be, he must ask it a hundred questions a day. 
is like constantly asking questions like what's the biggest snake in the world what color is <laughs> is what color is black um and and nice. stupid questions and and just like um what what can you div- divided times or whatever a number by zero and stuff like just like mental stuff that like he just wants the answer to everything so questions but how do you make money out of questions how do you make money out of questions yeah because i mean um, mo- most most seo in my opinion right yeah usually if you're doing something based around questions then you, there's something called adsense that you can use for google and you can set up ads on your website and everything else okay i, th- I think what a lot of people do when when you talk about keyword research like you said it a minute ago like like keyword density and all that stuff right mm-hmm. i pay com- no attention to that whatsoever ever right okay. if i've got a page that i want to go for a specific keyword right i will put it in the url okay so i'll have the keyword in the url i'll have the keyword in the meta title i'll have the keyword in the h1 and I'll have the keyword somewhere in the paragraph tags. That's it, right? But then what 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 you want to make sure, right? And this is where a lot of people make make the mistake is so they might think, okay, I'm gonna rank for this because it's got a lot of search, right? But people searching that keyword, what is the intent? Right? And that's that's the key to keyword research is intent. Because if you go and 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 you figure out how to rank for one of the most difficult keywords in the world, right? That's got ten thousand searches a week. Um and and there's no intent behind it, then you can't sell them anything. Okay, you can use ads, but the second you start adding too many ads to your website, Google starts saying, okay, let's drop it down the search engines a little bit because obviously if you've got them above the fold and stuff like that and, and ad heavy web pages don't rank as well. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of big companies that hammer the shit out of ads, but it's, it, is, it is a negative SEO and with small websites, it's not, it's not a stingy. So you've got to always look when you're talking about keyword research more than keyword density and stuff like that, you got to look at intent. If a customer okay. is searching for this particular keyword, what do they want? And if you can figure out that they want to spend money or they want to employ somebody for a service or they want to have a conversation with you about something that they need and they're not sure what's going on, then it gets you that little bit closer to converting and clicking to cash. So okay. keyword research is, yeah, it's intent. That is it. If, if you, if you, whenever you're doing keyword research, think about the intent. So a lot of people make thousands of different pages that, that have got no relevance and no intent don't get me wrong if you're a blogger then you're a blogger you're not trying to make money from that you're making money other ways ads and traffic and things like that but if you're actually trying to build a business website then intent is 100 of what you need to think about whenever you're doing keyword research nice um so i put here like keywords that aren't worth the time or effort like i think sometimes it can be uh tempting maybe like you just said to go for something that has loads and loads of um traffic but they're super competitive um and um he gives an example in the book in in the book if you're trying to sell um books online if you your keyword is like um let's book seller online or online book sales or something like that you're never going to outrank amazon this is not going to happen so um it's better to find a, a a niche term that you can identify that has less you know has a a less of a share of the of the traffic but is still getting enough like antique books online or something like that so you're like making it top 10 books for people who want to become qualified doctors top 10 books for uh, people who want to learn about seo Mm. that would be a lot easier to rank for than than creating uh, yeah, try, trying to just rank for the actual keyword or keyword location would be very, very difficult. 
like like probably almost impossible for a small site. Yeah. Um, but what you've put in there is keywords that aren't worth time or effort, right? When so so let me let's 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 right. So 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 a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, okay, I'm only going to build pages and I'm only going to rank pages for right. There's a thing called topical authority, right? Which is what we talked about earlier is authority. Yeah, we said we mentioned it before. Uh, trust, authority, relevance, and user experience. Okay, now they are the most important factors. So topical authority can be built by by creating pages that just are just designed to build your authority. So Google might look at it and not index it. So people will look at that and say, oh, well, if Google's not indexing the page, but it doesn't see the point in indexing the page because that page is designed to build authority to the page it's linking to. But Google will have still crawled that page, okay? It doesn't necessarily index it, and it was, you'll still get the link. You'll still get the, even though it's an internal link in a lot of occasions. So so, so, so it's like with local business. So, so one of my strategies with local business is, um, so let's say I'm building a plumbing website in Weymouth and I cover the whole Dorset. Let's say there's 50 or 60 locations, okay? I'll build a website. I'll put Magic Page plugin on it, right? And I will always have the homepage, the biggest cities linked to from the homepage and then all the small areas on the, on the, on the Magic Page. But then what I will do is I will purposely rank the very small areas, okay, that are only getting 30, 40, 50 searches a month before I'll even consider ranking the big areas. And the reason I do that is because you can get quick wins. So I can get to page one really, really fast. I'm not going to get a lot of business off it, but I'm going to get to, to, to page one really fast. I am then going to be having people going onto the website, clicking the click to call button, user authority, uh, user, user behavior, ringing us, using the service, and then not going back to Google. So, so, so instantly what you do, because if you're trying to rank for, for if I was trying to rank for um, Plumber Manchester, it's going to probably take six to 12 months, right? It's probably six months to rank first page Plumber Manchester. But if I build a website in Manchester, right, for Plumber Manchester, but then I build an additional 10 or 15 pages in a lot of small areas all around Manchester, only get 100, 120 searches a month each. And I rank all of those locations first and link them all back to the home page. I'll, I'll start to get traffic really, really quickly. And the traffic will come to the website. They'll click to call or they'll fill in the form. They won't go back to Google. They won't make the search. And automatically, because of the user behavior, I'm building trust, authority, and relevance quickly. So a lot of people are like, ah, you don't want to go for them. You want to go for your big search areas. You're not going to make much money. But if you use it correctly, you build trust, authority, and relevance by ranking the quick wins that you can have ranked within two weeks. Um, and then and then you push them to the homepage. And that's how, that's how kind of how you rank sites quickly instead of spending six months on a plumbing site without any, generating any income. And when it does start to get to the first page of Google, you're already in a situation then where you're saying, right now, we've just got it up to rank because we've spent ages and loads on SEO and everything else. And then you, you, you kind of then first start creating user behavior because you've only been targeting at one little location. So you, you st all of a sudden, even though you've ranked, it's still bringing you up. You've not really started to build trust, authority, and relevance to the same sort of level if you were to rank a load of smaller areas first and use those to build the homepage up. So by the time you do get to the first page of Google with the Plumber Manchester, you're going to stick like a motherfucker. That's cool. That so you're using those like little wins to sort of yeah. like as like rungs on a ladder. Um, exactly. <clears throat> and yes, making exactly. sure that they're all connected. So people might be like, what's the point? I want to link to the Manchester page because I want the Manchester page to rank first because that's going to get me thousands of traffic. But it's like, if you don't build it right, then you're building it wrong. 
and it's and and the amount of business that you're actually getting in is going to take much much longer um and it's going to be a lot harder to keep it page one of that location um whereas doing it the other way around getting the quick wins and building the user using user experience to build authority and trust quickly builds the whole site faster got mm-hmm. a couple of questions all what right got, yeah um I'm cracking out the big camera for your fight. Oh, George only lives across the road from the beach as well, don't you? Yeah, great. Say you're building a massage therapy business, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Massage with Jason. My missus would never let me build a massage therapy business. Jesus Christ. (laughs) How important is it to have the homepage ranked for the main keyword? Um, It's not necessarily... so. Um, you don't, for example, look at, look at yell.com. Okay. Yell.com won't have the homepage ranked for all the main keywords. The main money traffic keywords that the directory's got will be like plumber London, electrician London. And in the UK, I don't know about in the States, be like Miami or, or some, one of the big Los Angeles or something, but or your big money keywords don't necessarily have to come from the homepage. Um, so I've had Callum build a website for me recently. This is his first attempt at a website. And I was just talking to him today. When, so it's, it's kind of been designed around a specific location. We're going to change that completely and, and make the homepage based around the county. And then all mm-hmm. the smaller pages that's going to be based around the cities. So what's going to happen is the, the, the smaller locations that we're ranking for and then the bigger cities won't actually be the homepage. So, so like Bournemouth's probably the biggest city around where we are. Uh, Bournemouth will probably generate the most traffic and the most revenue for us, but it's not going to be our homepage. Um, so it's not, it really isn't. Um, it just, it, it's, it, it's again, it's, it's, I don't even think it needs to be relevant because I've got sites where I've put like, I, I, I don't even know if it's still available. Let me just check. In fact, no, I'm not going to share it on the podcast. Just thought about it. I'm not. Yeah, I've got sites. I could share this one because this one's terrible. Um, let me just see if it's still ranking for pages. The home page is just a load of gibberish. Um, and yet it ranks. Let me just check if it still does. 2,500 locations ranking for emergency plumber, emergency plumber, emergency plumber, that one. What else have we got in there? Loads. I don't think they're ranking anymore. I've not touched it for years. But yeah, I've got sites that I used to build that just had my personal information on the home page. And then I ranked it for hundreds and in some cases, thousands of locations. Um, and they, they work just as well. Um, I know you've got to build the domain authority, but you don't need to actually rank the homepage domain for it to build authority. So it's, the keyword's not necessary. You can use the authority, the homepage domain, linking out to your money pages and have your money pages ranking. Um, and that's why we have the homepage of a website, even on a local site, sometimes pointing to the major cities. And we do it that way so that we rank the major cities. We don't necessarily rank the homepage of the URL. So it's personal preference, mate, is the answer to that. Um, he was here. Have we done that one? Yeah, I reckon we've done that one. Let's move to the next one. Um, so we're talking about um, generating a list of keywords to choose from when you're doing your keyword research and um uh i thought i would ask can you use ai to generate keywords i think there's going to be a few questions about ai because obviously ai is going to be 
pretty big and it's something that I've used a lot to help with the um, website building process. Definitely. It, even if it's just asking questions, like sometimes I, I'm like, I don't know how to make this work on WordPress. And I just ask chat GPT and it will just tell me how to do it. That's pretty awesome. Um, um, go on. But um, the book says that one of the things you should do is create a long list of potential keywords that um, you can then investigate um, and do some, you know, do research on to find which ones would be the best. And um, it says about brainstorming them. Um, and I don't know if it mentions using AI to generate them, but um, I think it should because I feel well, like AI, if, AI is probably a good place to start. If you're not really if, sure, just go for if it. If you went to ChatGPT and give me, and said, give me the, the, the 10 most searched, right? And you probably need ChatGPT where you've got the internet version. So probably I don't know if that need only comes the, paid or not. You probably um, need four. Yeah, that would be paid. Right. If you, if you, if you, so if, you, if you've got the paid version, which we do have, um, you'd go and you'd say, right, give me, um, let's say, the 10 most searched intent-based uh, keywords for uh, an electrician based in this particular location. Yeah. Then you've got all of the best. But then what you also want to do is you want to integrate what's called LSI. Now, there's LSA gra lsigraph.co.uk, I think it is where you can go and get a load of LSIs, but you could just then put into ChatGPT, okay, now create me um, a load of um, LSI keywords based around the, the, the listed 10 that you've currently got. Um, and then you could even then go ahead and say to, to ChatGPT, now use every single one of those keywords and use the, 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 10, um, the 10 most searched keywords to, to create one document where everything's included for ranking on SEO. Now, the, the only problem you've got with ChatGPT is it won't break the algorithm on purpose. So right. once I've created it with that, with that, I take it straight over to Lead Simple, uh, Page Rewriter. And then we go to, I put it in um, on the left-hand side under the AI Rewriter, and I click the button Make Human. And what okay. that does is it breaks the algorithm so that it looks like it's 100% written by a human. Basically, what it does is it implements tiny mistakes. <laughs> That's what it does to make it more human. And it moves okay. words around so that the, 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 the word sequence that it's expecting to see is kind of broken, which is what's got to be done. Otherwise, you're in a situation where 6, 12 months from now, when Google decides that the internet is just a big snake eating itself. Because if you imagine everything that came to the internet now, content-wise, came to the internet, came to Google via AI. It means everything online is, there's nothing new being added out of human minds, out of human brains, and Google needs that to stay fresh. So within six months of everybody just writing AI, then yeah. basically what's going to happen is it's going to be like a, a big snake eating itself. It's going to be completely out of date. Uh, it's got yeah. no new information coming in. Google has to stay current and up to date, and it can't do that by using AI because it's still not coming out of human heads. Uh, so AI can have great ideas, but it doesn't necessarily know what's going on. It doesn't like it can't look out the window and tell you what's happening yet. <laughs> so uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's important not to uh, not not to completely rely on it, but use it to a point you don't necessarily need to ever write a word yourself anymore. With ChatGPT and Page Rewriter, you can create all the content you want, and you're going to be completely safe. Um, and I don't know if there's other ones out there that make it, make it human. Um, I've not found any, but potentially there is. There should be. There has to be because it's 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 essential for writing content. Yeah. Here's a good one from Alden. One sec. Do you always go for EMDs? I do where possible, mate, but what, what you're probably better doing nowadays is brand EMDs. 
What's exact an match domains, sorry. Ah, okay. I'm with yeah, you. It was, a tr- it was a trick question, wasn't it? No. Uh, exact match domains. I do where possible, yes, especially when I'm doing small local lead gen sites. Um, I do. Um, I think we did one with Herc, which let me just see if it's still ranking. Um, it was Metal Metal Roofing Miami, I think. Metal Roofing Miami. Um, and the one we built is metalroofingmiami.net, so it's number one. Metal Roofing Miami. If you go over to Zagio Magic, X-A-G-I-O Magic.com, I'm assuming, you'll see a video I was building the site, and we, we'd spent about an hour or so, and me, me, Eric, and, and, and Keith, and we did a terrible job of it. Then we <laughs> left it, and it hit number one because of the way we did the on-page. There's no off-page, and it's it's ranking. And I've looked, just looked at it, actually. It looks as though Herc's now stuck a farm on there, and he's generating leads from it, making money. Good for him. <laughs> I would have been too that's lazy okay. to do that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so that's MiamiMetalRoofing.net, the URL is. I believe that's the one. I'm pretty fucking sure it is. Um, anyway, sorry. What's the next question? In a rank and rent business, should you be creating GMB listings? Um, you can't, right? The reason I don't use them um google business profiles to call now but guys in case anyone doesn't know what gmb is um the reason i don't use them a lot for the lead gen stuff is that they are very unpredictable so i know guys that will build 20 30 40 50 of these a week and within within a month half of them have gone so i like to do things where i will be generating an income long term that's why i use single niche pbns because i own all the domains all the assets the mine for long term and it builds the amount of money I'm, I'm making over a long period of time whereas what a lot of people will do is they'll, they'll be chasing if you if you put 50 gmbs and you make 10 grand in a week off them but then 25 of them are gone the week after you're back chasing your tail again so it's kind of like taking yourself back to zero every month um so you should have but i tend to keep the google business profiles for genuine businesses and we don't do it as much with 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 lead gen sites so it depends if you're doing rank and rent um and you've got a client that's rented it off you okay so so, so this is what we used to do is we turn around and say to somebody right so so in the states like let's say let's say i rent um i rent a, a plumbing website in in the states i turn around and say to the client right you want a 10 percent discount for life if he says yeah i'll say right okay and you're going to generate loads more leads okay okay cool i'm going to send you a postcard give me the number off it and I'd set up the GMB, then I would own it. But then I can continually update that whilst he remains a client. So if he stays a client for the next 12 months, I'm constantly updating the GMB. I can keep getting the postcard sent back and forth. It's connected to a website that I'm renting to him. We, we set up all the NAP, which is your name, address, and phone number, um, all the same. I, I always say name, address, and postcode. I didn't this time because uh, <laughs> I know that's not in the States. Name, address, and phone I, number. I worked out what that actually meant, the NAP. I only just learned what it meant today. Yeah, well, <laughs> well stuff like I that. I kept seeing you, it, and I was like, huh? When, when you're doing these for clients, uh, sorry, if you've got somebody who rents a site off you, you could, you could double the amount of leads they're getting by building a Google business profile. But building a Google business profile the fake way doesn't work. So you're better off giving them a discount to build the Google business profile. If they stay with you for 12 months and then you have to rent it to somebody else, you're then the owner of a Google business profile and um, the website in that location. And because it's been up a year, and you've been back and forth doing all, all the edits and all the changes that's necessary, and it's legit and it's connected to your website, and you've been able to um, approve it every time with a card if it's needed, um, then the chances of it ever getting taken down is almost nil. And that way you can end up owning a lot of Google business profiles, and it makes the local SEO 100 times easier. Um, another thing I would always set up on the same as your Google business profile, I would set up a YouTube channel. 
and always have a YouTube channel that links to the actual domain name, not the Google business profile, because Google owns them both and it knows they're connected to the same platform. Linking to the domain, it just builds that bit of, uh, bit of trust. Can AI auto-update, rewrite, and repost the content on WordPress every few months to stay ahead of the Google curve? Okay, um, Jason, there's That's a plugin. Well, there's a plugin called Magic Page Plugin. Okay, now rather than using AI to rewrite it, what you do is you use what's called spun content. So spun content is where you go in and you pick words like. So can AI auto? Um, update right so you see the word update there so what you do is you'd have the word update in your question changed to three different synonyms of update um inside these special brackets and you do that with every word that you possibly can so it would read perfect every single time so you go through and you create what's called spun content if you wanted to do what you're on about and then inside of magic page plugin you can set what's called a page cache so what will happen is you enable spin text support you you, you set up a page cache and then you set the content to rewrite itself. So let's say 25% of the content to rewrite itself after, say, 60 days, right? And what will happen is it will look at it and it won't, it won't, your, your index, your page might not all get indexed at the same time off Google. It'll all get indexed at different times. So what happens is you'll have pages that were cached yesterday and pages that was cached six weeks ago. And so what it'll do is as soon as they hit 60 days, it will rewrite 20% or 25% of the content. So if you've got, and, and what, what that enables you to do is you set a few settings in it and Magic Page Plugin will automatically do that for you on a site-wide basis forever. So your content remains fresh forever. Um, good question that, because not many people That's actually cool. think about that. that. It does loads of cool shit, man. Keith, my, 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 he's my partner on that now, my business partner on Magic Page now. Um, he's, he's a fucking technical nerd, man. The guy's a genius. And some of the stuff he's incorporated into our plugins and the stuff he does, it's like most people see what he's doing even I do it, he'll show me and I'll come to it and I'll be like, you're blowing my head off, mate. I don't even want to know this is like, because the benefits to, to learning it are not worth the learning it, but because he loves it so much, he'll go in and he'll spend like five hours figuring out these crazy little things. But I think, I don't know if that was Keith's idea or I don't know if that was one of mine, but it was probably sounds like one of Keith's ideas because he's proper smart. Um, That's really cool. But yeah, so that, that tool does it. I don't know if there's any other tool that uh, does it, but it means you're spending the time. So what you do is you, you write the content don't go and use Spin Rewriter or something like that to spin it and don't spin it on uh, Page Rewriter. Instead, write the, co write the content using AI, go and make it human with Page Rewriter and then go through and actually physically do the synonyms yourself. You can do it quickly on, on Spin Rewriter if you've got it, but do it manually so it reads perfect every single time and that way it'll rewrite the content every time you do it. And you can also spin at paragraph level and sentence level and things like that. A bit more advanced, but... Um, there's tons of videos showing you how to do that on the internet. It's not not difficult. It's cool. Um, where was we? Um, good point. I think we were maybe here. We're we're jumping around because of the question, so some of these we can we can probably blitz through. Um, but yeah, I I wrote there is a community out there for anything. You just have to find them. So this is talking about keywords again. Um, and just how. You know, there's there's people out there that are looking for absolutely anything, and um, with the amount of searches there are, I can't, I don't know the exact amount of search traffic figures. There are like ridiculous billions of searches like every day. Uh, so, Eight point um, some billion, forty six percent of all searches are local. Fifteen percent of searches that are made in Google have never been made before. Huge. 
Yeah, so awesome. I think it works out 4.6 is local. Um, and then when you look at the stats for, for, for people going from a web page to actually making a purchase or coming up to the business, the, the numbers are through the roof, especially yeah. mobiles nowadays as well. Everything's mobile. Yeah, we, I have got a, I've got a mobile section in just a minute. Um, uh, moving on to this one, stealing like an artist. Uh, what, what's your... Um... One sec. Oh, go yeah, back on this. Right, there's a lot of money in this. Um, I thought okay. I'd better jump us back onto it, right? Yeah, there's yeah, community yeah. out there for anything. Okay, you just have to find them, right? So what? So so so, imagine you go to a doctor, yeah. Mm -hmm. You go to a GP, general practitioner. You pay him a grand for summer. You go to a brain specialist. You're paying fifteen grand, yeah. The money okay. is in is in is in being a specialist, right? But I would much rather go to a brain surgeon to to fix my brain than go to a general practitioner who, who's who's yeah, he might know what he's doing, he might not. You know what I mean? So <laughs> jack of all trades, right? It's really difficult yeah. to 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 scale and make a lot of money being a jack of all trades. So what's important about this is, is he says in the book, there's a community out there for anything you do. But what I've always taught people is the, 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 the inch wide, mile deep. So let's say, we'll use the plumbing industry again, and we're picking on plumbing today. If you're going out sure. and you're building your very first website and you want to start doing it for lead generation in a plumbing industry, what you should, you should do is you should pick a, an inch wide, mile deep subsection and become a specialist in that area. So if I go to a plumber and say, I've got a plumbing site here, it gets 30 leads a week. And he's like, what type of jobs do you get? Well, most of them is unblocking fucking toilets after someone's got the toilet. And he's like, fuck, I don't want that job. Whereas if, I've, if I build something that's a boiler installation, it's based all around boilers, boiler installation, boiler repairs, boiler inspections. And I build that, I'd class that as an inch wide, mile deep. There's a lot of search, there's a lot of money in it, okay? but it's not at all encompassing. So when I go, it's like I've got a website that ranks and, and gets, generates loads of work for boiler installations, boiler repairs, uh, boiler inspections. Every, every plumber is going to definitely want it, yes, because they know the huge jobs when a boiler breaks down, they get the full installation. And all. Anyway, um, so when, whenever you start to build a new strategy online, a new SEO strategy, if you're building it for yourself and not, not necessarily for a client that's going to be all encompassing, then always try and focus on an inch wide, mile deep uh, subsection because you will rank much, much, much quicker. And it's a lot easier to sell the leads or to rent out the websites when when you're picking something. Like for plumbers, if it was just underfloor heating and you turn around and say, look, this generates 10 leads a week, right? And it's like, right, 10 leads are not a lot. However, it's got a 25% conversion and the average job value is 15 grand. And then all of a sudden, rather than building a general plumbing site, and he might still get 10 under all of a sudden you're at a position where it's like, okay, so, so it's converting 2.5 every single week worth 15 grand. And all of a sudden you, you're talking hundred grand a month, uh, web website, and you can comfortably charge him three or four grand for it. Whereas if you just build a general plumbing one and he just feels like he's won the lottery because he keeps getting all these underfloor heating, um, you can't necessarily go out and, and, and use those numbers to sell it. So it's important to niche down, become a specialist, not a generalist when, um, when building a business online using online assets and, and, and SEO. Sorry, I thought it was important to get that out because that, if anyone's watching this podcast today and they're interested in building a business, um, that will really help them. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the same with like, if you're trying to sell something, you know, if you come up with your own product or um, something like that, you know, there's always, there's people that will want your product. It's all just about finding them. Like, um, People, I can't remember what we were talking about it a while ago about people getting rich doing, people making a million selling anything. I can't remember what the guy was selling. 
There was a guy. There was he, a guy that made a million in the UK. That sold. I think it was the UK who sold a website. Who sold pixels on a website? No way. Um, he sold pixels on a, on on a, on a web page, and I'm pretty sure that the site's still up. I don't know what the URL is. If anyone knows, pop it in the chat. But basically, what he did is he sold pixels on a website, and he's pretty much sold out. And if you have a look at it now, you can see loads of different business logos and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure he made a million. And there was a guy who also made fucking um, made, and I don't know if the business still exists, but it probably does. So what you could do is you could buy an acre of land on the moon. Aha. Uh -huh. And they'd yeah. send you a photograph and all this bullshit. And it was kind of like a joke present that you could give to your partner. Yeah. But I made a fucking fortune selling, selling an acre of land on the moon to people. And I think it had something to do with like nobody had, had, had declared ownership of it. So you could literally uh, sell it. So there's loads yeah, of Yeah, there's like been that. a couple of those. There was one that was like, uh, I can't, it was like titles or something. It was called like hereditary titles or something like that. And loads of YouTubers got sponsored by it. And I think it was a bit of a scam is that you can basically get like a, like a the title lord or lady just by owning a certain amount of land in like a particular estate in scotland and this person was selling like tiny little plots of land in scotland on his estate and then if you I, owned I, it you became like a lord because i remember my friend got one for me once and i i, I remember go. when i was in I'm an insurance broker i worked for hsbc in manchester um and and i remember saying to uh, to a client and uh, it was a small business unit so it was only it was only small companies. And I said, sorry, Mr. Bird. And he went, it's Lord Bird. And I thought, <laughs> definitely, you definitely bought a patch of land in Scotland. And, 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 and you're up your own ass. It's That's Lord so Bird. I'm, like, I'm really sorry about that, Lord no, it's Bird. Like, and I it's thought, like people that use doctor in their names when they're like a doctor of... Um, they're proud uh, of what like they've it, done. I get it if, if you're a doctor. Yeah, sure. If you're a Lord. If you're a do but no, but if, you're a, if you have a doctorate in like interpretive dance... And you're like using doctor in your name. It's like <laughs> a lot of entrepreneurs do that now. They they basically go off and become doctors of all bullshit, and then they put their doctor at them to, to try and build trust and authority. And a lot of them are yeah. probably lying about it as well. There's a, there's a guy who does. Uh, I think his uh, thing is carnivore MD is his uh, like handle, and he does like he talks about the carnivore diet, just eating meat and animal products. And um, I, I mean, like I'm sure a lot of that stuff works. Usually like hardline diets can work if you've got like a stomach issue or whatever so some of it probably works but obviously it's more of an ideological thing like we only eat meat the seed oils are trying to kill you and don't let plastic touch you your balls will shrink and stuff like that and uh he yeah he's has md in everything he puts md at the end medical doctor and um it's in uh psychiatry so it's it's nothing to do with diet at all, and this whole thing is on ah, diet. Okay, it's it's not. I, I remember doing my qualifications at, at um in insurance, and I di I didn't get the associate. I got I got bored after a bit, but I got the di dipsy di the um the diploma. Okay. In it, and so I had dipsy d i p c i i after my name, and it's like that is just embarrassing. Why would you <laughs> That's give a me a horrible like, one? Yeah, and it's like Mike Martin dipsy. It's like fuck that. I don't want that in my name. Um, right, funny. so Steve Presley's port. I use lead pages to develop my sites and new to SEO. Can SEO be incorporated into lead page sites? Uh, what does Google think uh, to web page developed software? I don't, I've never used lead pages, um, but most of these landing page builders are very, very difficult to incorporate proper SEO into them. Um, and load speed's very important. Now, the best one um, I've seen, landing page builder that you can use, is swipe pages. Um, and I think there's a deal on AppSumo where you can get it for $500 a year. Might have gone now. But 
app, the reason swipe pages is to use AMP pages and you can set up smart pages that go between a normal page and an AMP page. Now, I don't know how, how, how good the AMP side is because I've not, I've, but I, I've created pages with it and then I've ranked them. But what you have to do is you have to, things like, so, so you'll have to go into the tracking code pixel area where you put tracking codes and actually incorporate things like your uh, canonical URL code and things like that into the page itself. So you do need a little bit of HTML experience to do it. Um, but the reason I've done it on them is because they load so fast, like super lightning fast. And if I go and buy a domain, an expired domain, and I want to I want to put it up to, to, to get the linking, uh, the, 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 the link juice from that to one of my money sites, I'll stick it up on swipe pages. I'll do a lot of the on-page SEO in the back end myself using HTML, and then I'll use it to, to build the links because I know it, it loads super fast. So Google's also going to love it. And, and we've had a few sites rank pretty well doing that, uh, but I've never used um, lead pages. Um, I tried with, with um, what's it called, ClickFunnels, but we couldn't get any of the ClickFunnel pages to rank. Um, I, I don't know why. They just didn't want to rank. So, I mean, I think they're built for ads, aren't they? But they're, they're, they're very slow loading as well. So I don't know. It depends. What, what the, There's a lot of things you've got to look at when, you, when you're talking about SEO that's that's – like you, you've got a, you need to set up your canonical. You need to be able to either upload a robots file or make sure that it's been set up correctly. Uh, you need to have a proper uh, a sitemap, XML sitemap. And if you can't upload files to the server, then you're going to be in a problem. You need to be able to set the language and things like that. Um, I, so I, I don't necessarily know is, is the honest answer. Uh, you might be able to. Um, and it depends with your internal and external linking. Does that make them all no follow, do follow? I, I, you know, it, there's a lot. It's a big question that. It was a million pixels, something like that. It was Alden. Yeah, it was fucking. The guy was. It was genius, wasn't it? He made. He, he made a load of money just selling them for a pound each. You can buy a star for people too. <laughs> yeah, my my friend bought a. Uh, I think he named a planet or named a star after uh, him and a, a girl that he was seeing uh, at the time. Bought a gift uh, of doing that, like when they were younger, and they ended up getting back together when they were older, and they had this really awkward like planet named after them. And I think uh, I think it might have been a, a messy breakup. The, the yeah, when they split up, he's like, been... right, I'm writing off to the company, rename this planet to bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take that yeah <laughs> she'll so be but funny. right yeah there were a guy who claimed the moon he sold bits of land that was it yeah that, that, they made a fortune i think they're still about somewhere claiming the moon that's uh, smart lol beat me to it okay yes so sorry Talking james i did yeah I, moon, he must have yeah. put that in at the same time as i brought antarctica it up antarctica as well like antarctica is like i think there's a treaty that says that like, no one can own antarctica it's like no, not allowed that like no one can claim it but loads of like businesses and stuff have like meetings on and an, in antarctica like they go and have like secret meeting government organizations go to antarctica all the time i wonder what they're up to mate antarctica is probably was was part of like what we are now and the world's just going to turn that way eventually where we are will be frozen won't it james yeah. has said i ranked lead pages years ago for a fencing term years ago ranking was super easy man you could stuff keywords in the page you didn't need to worry about the back end you didn't need to worry about things like canonical urls and silly things like that so it was a lot easier but to be honest i've got sites now that i've done none of that back end work to but they've been up a long time um and they've not even got uh, SSL certificates on that are still ranking, generating thousands of leads every single month. Individual sites that are generating thousands of leads, and I didn't touch them. 
um, because of that. I'm waiting for them to drop so that I can put an SSL on them and start doing some proper on-page SEO and thingy. But at the minute, while they're generating the amount of leads they are, I always had a strategy that build it. When it starts making money, leave it alone, okay? Um, <laughs> and, 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 and build another one and, and, and make them all part of the same the same like network but they don't all link together so you can't get done for it and we cloudflare them all so they've got different ip addresses and stuff like that uh that was the same for the moon no one said they uh would claim it <laughs> and somebody did <laughs> somebody was like <laughs> <laughs> surprise <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> yeah i'm having it uh right sorry i stopped you jumping to this one didn't i no that's cool yeah um so i put this one in there stealing like an artist i was interested on like because with a lot of businesses and 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 well in business and in life in general taking things from other people and being like unoriginal is seen as not particularly ethical is that the same with seo or is that something that is not so much of a problem like you can like scrape things from other people's sites and to generate keywords or um think what, think, what... think think about seo in the real world yeah right so imagine your dad right or your dad and mom own a really successful bakery on the main road in Weymouth, where we live, right? And it makes loads and loads of money, right? What an SEO would do, if, if an SEO was doing the same in the real world, he'd turn it over a sledgehammer, he'd smash the building to fucking pieces, he'd build his own place there, and he takes over the area, right? If that's how, if okay. you think of it like a real world. So it's like the Wild West. Yes. Every, the, 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 okay. the first page of Google is, is, is what everybody's fighting for. And everybody is desperate to put everybody else out of business um, right. and to find long tail keywords that generate income and keep them a secret to themselves as long as they possibly can. Um, so, so no, in, in, uh, digital world, unfortunately, because you're not stood there and watching the people walking out of their business, bags in hands, crying yeah. like, oh, we've got to sell our house and we're going to leave because it's, yeah. it's, it's out of sight, out of mind type of thing. Uh, the SEO, right, role, right, right. there's a lot less. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the same as it's copywriting. The, the biggest sayings in copywriting is no one gives a shit about you. Um, it's the exact same in SEO. Every SEO is like literally running it. But then then people who are trying to rank for the same keyword, they'll speak to one another and they'll be like, ah, I've beaten you, I've got it and I've done it. And it's more of a game because it's like gamified, like we talked about game psychology a few weeks ago. Um, yes. It is more of a game because it's digital, it's online, so people don't feel it the same as they would if if you, like if if you, Built a yeah, taxi like rank. An online game and like yeah, calling like, people like a, things a, a taxi rank in real life years ago you you'd set a taxi rank up and then if somebody came and set a taxi rank up next door you'd firebomb each other's cars and they'd be yeah. street fights and they'd, do you know what i mean yeah. like you can't do that and the council would yeah. probably also get involved and say i'm sorry but you can't build a taxi rank here there's a taxi rank in right. within the, the same half a mile or whatever it is whereas on the internet it is like the wild fair game. Yeah, apparently, fair that's game. how uh, you know Subway, the uh, the sandwich um, brand. You, apparently, that's how they're they're fucking themselves over because they keep um, franchising. They they keep giving Subway and anywhere you can like put a Subway up anywhere basically, and uh, the, they don't care if they're on the same street because they're like, well, you know, the one with the most traffic will end up, you know, getting will end up winning. But so many of them keep closing that it's like really detrimental for the company as a whole apparently even though they're like the most widespread um fast food company in, in the world i think subway they they um subway, they have problems with it 
similar to, I oh know it wasn't Subway, that was Starbucks I was thinking of, forget it. But Subway must have done something similar because, yeah, they've, they've had a growth mentality. I mean, that's, that's right, what yeah. a lot of people do, okay, is you'll set up a business, you'll get your first location and you've got to work your ass off. It's a lifestyle business, yeah? But you work, yeah. work, work, work. You open a second location, it's like, okay, now they make enough profit for me to take a wage and stay at home. And everyone yeah. else can run the businesses for it. Then you open a third, a fourth, and a fifth. And all of a sudden, you're like, right, I'm rich enough now. I don't need to even think about money anymore. I'm happy. Let's just chill. Yeah. We'll keep the five locations. And then you get some crazy bastards like Jeff Bezos and people like that are like, I want to open yeah. 15,000 locations. And I want to. Yeah. And that's when, when that, that's where they, I think they come from is it's like they're constantly, constantly chasing. It's like a game that they just can't stop. And I love that, me. I absolutely love it. Um, I wish I had clients yeah. like that. If I could find clients like that and I could build their businesses with them, like I, I'd, I'd thrive. But finding clients like that's difficult because most people just yeah, want true. to grow to a certain level and they're like, you know what, I'm happy. I'm going to go home, chill. And, and it's better doing that because you enjoy your family yeah. and everything else. Yeah, it's else. kind of against their own self-interest a lot of the time, really. Um, to, to build like that, you end up kind of hurting yourself. But So, anyway. Mike, you're saying you can have a couple of sites on PBNs on the same hosting as long as you run them uh, through Cloudflare. I tend to run them through individual Cloudflare accounts. So when I'm creating websites on the same thing, I run them through individual. So what I'll do is, is I'll buy a domain. So let's say um, I bought um, plumber.net, yeah, as an example, plumber.net. So then I'd go over to Cloudflare and I would I would set up a new Cloudflare account and the email would be something like mike at plumber.net. I would never set up the email address. If I ever needed to get an email sent to it, I'd go into the DNS and I'd forward all emails to, I'd do a catch-all email from Mike at Plumber. If I needed to reactivate the account, because the good thing is Cloudflare don't ask you to verify your email address. So you own Plumber.net, you go and set up a new Cloudflare account, so Mike at Plumber.net, and then you just set up a free Cloudflare account for every single one of them and just obviously track the logins. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, we. I've done that where I've got, I did, I did a test a few years back. There was a guy called John... Hallin, I think his name was, and he worked with the um, ranking store guys. And I, I bought a domain, a, a server off him, and I, I kept everything on the exact same IP address. And I built about 100 sites and interlinked them all to test it. And it got to the point where I was doing about five, 600 leads a month um, from these sites. So don't get me wrong, there was about 100 sites there. So it wasn't any, like you could do that from one, one domain, but they were all interlinked because I wondered would they all drop off? And they didn't. Um, so but yeah, that's kind of what we, I, I don't, I've, at some servers, I've got 15, 60 sites and I just set up unique individual Cloudflare accounts for every single one of them. But I do that more for the, for the CDM, for the speed as well, because obviously you don't want slow loading sites and, and Cloudflare does speed your site up a bit because obviously it's been fed from absolutely everywhere. Uh, Mike, have you tested Seeker host PBN hosting? I haven't, mate. No, because the, the, the way I do my PBNs is slightly, so I'll, I build PBNs, I still build PBNs, but what I'll do is, I, I call them single niche PBNs, right? So I will go to expireddomains.net. I will go through and I will look at the, um, I, I'll go and, and, and I'll search the dom for domains in like say .uk, if I'm doing it in the UK. I'll go for the .uk that's been dropped in the last seven days. Then what I'll do is I'll go in and I'll, and I'll compare the, um, the links. So, so, so there's one on there that says you can see how many links in total how many backlinks in total and how many domains are referring. So you've got referring domains versus backlinks, right? If you've got a similar, so, so, so if you've got referring domains to 10, but you've got 50,000 backlinks and that's likely been spammed to shit. 
So I won't even touch them. So what I always do is speed up the process massively is I'll look for ones that have got a similar number of referring domains as they have total number of backlinks. So if it's got 300 referring domains and 500 total backlinks or 700 total backlinks, then I'll, I'll go and then I'll put it through Ubersuggest, check the linking profile, see if um, it's got decent links. And then what I'll do is I'll buy the domain. Sometimes even if it's not been used as a plumber before or a roofer or an electrician, whatever I'm doing, I'll buy the domain, I put a site on it, right? A plumbing site. I build a proper site with a phone number with with all the the same shit you'd have uh, normally, and then I'll I'll create six or seven of these sites together in a triangle. So I'll have four on the bottom, maybe three, then maybe two, and then one at the top. And then the one at the top will either link to my money site or it'll link to a Google profile that will then link through to a money site. Um, and and so, so we do a lot of stuff like that. And then I'll have lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of these seven website triangles that enables me to if if one of my sites gets de-indexed for a reason and or Google penalizes it, doesn't like it, I'll only ever lose seven websites out of my PBN, not my full network. Um, and that's I've I've never lost huge numbers of sites. You no, know, all the years I've been doing this because I've always built sites like that. Because you're buying, you're getting local, relevant, <laughs> okay, links, and because they've got a, a linking profile previously, then there is um there's never usually any problem another great thing i do as well there's a, t a, um, a plugin called let me just have a look what it's called it's called check broken links right it's a little pink a right and i also have another one i use called um reun r-e-o-o-n right and what i'll do is i'll go and scrape yell.com so i'll type in locksmith manchester for example scrape yell.com with them so the link checker, you to do it page by page. Reum will scrape the whole area for you. And then what I'm doing is I'm actually getting a list of every single domain name out of yellow pages. I'll take them over to the bulk domain checker on um, GoDaddy, GoDaddy's bulk domain checker, paste them all in because you can paste up to a 50. It was 5,000 at one time. They've reduced to about 1,500 now. You paste it in there, click search, and what it'll do is it'll go and find every single domain that's available off yell.com. Then I'll go and buy them domains and build single niche PBN sites and link to them because I know it's been used as a real business in the past because it's on Yell. And usually the linking profile is really good. So I like to go and do... Um, in fact, I used that strategy the other day. I went to... Um, let me just... So I don't you'd need a you'd need a linking tool to see this. Directors in the uk.co.uk. I found a site on that expiredomains.net a couple of days ago. Um and it had two Wikipedia links. And they're still they're still active. Oh, they was yesterday when I checked them and I was like, oh my God. So all I've done with the domain is 301 redirected it into the new site that Callum's built. Um using that strategy. But those strategies, those link building strategies that I'm talking about there, most people 99% of people don't do them. And they're so simple. They're so easy. If you can scrape people's sites, like the other directories for URLs, especially location-specific, like you can with yellow pages and stuff, you can get tons of ex expired domains that have been used as real businesses. So as soon as you set them back up, and if you're lazy, you'll use archive.org and set them back up with the same information as before. But if you're not lazy and you build a brand new site, you still make sure that you 301 redirect all the 404s into the home page and then link it through to your money sites. You've got a super powerful, relevant local link that's been used as a business in the past. So it's, it's already got the trust in the authority um, and it just it just works really well for ranking. Anyway, we're going way, way into some some linking stuff now, aren't we? Yeah, no, that was cool though. There's so many uh, so many tools that um, yeah. that, that you, you use or you are aware of. It's crazy to keep in, uh, to, 
uh, keeping up with all of those tools must be mad. It must be like a full-time job trying to... I, mate, do you know what it is, right? Honestly, SEO, a, a lot of people try and complicate the shit out of it, right? You've got trust, authority, relevance, and user behavior. That is it, mate. Everything, everything else is irrelevant. Everything else is just tricks and techniques, right? Oh, Callum did this the other week, didn't he? He's, he's disappeared again. See how he's gone frozen? He'll come back in a minute. He did last week anyway. I don't know if he's set his internet up to disappear. Right, whilst Callum's not here, okay, um, I guess I could go through the the linking trick that, that I did the other day. If I share my screen, let's have a look what's, what's being said. Hey, mate, thank you, right? So I'll show you what I did the other day whilst, whilst we're waiting for him to come back. There we go. He's on his way back now. So if I pull up this and then I click um, present, share screen. Hello again. Oh, you're back. Uh, my, my Mac fully blew up. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with it. Have you closed all of your thingies? Have you closed all of your tabs you got open? Yeah. Every, everything's closed. Yeah, everything's closed. It just went... what, what can you see at the minute, me and you? Yeah. Can you see my screen now, yeah? Oh, sweet. Yeah, right, I can. So, let me let me let me um wait there. Let me close that one. Let me close that one. Right, let me let me kind of show cuz I was this is it. I just typed it in, right? So if I go over to you suggest, right? So the strategy I did for this to get this link right, guys. So let me um go to Fat links, paste this in here, click search, right? So the strategy I did to get this, right? This is the other day. As you can see, it's dropped a few now, but see this top one here, right? So this says new boathouse capital limited, right? I don't give a shit what that says, right? Because you want link diversity, right? So if I click this now and it's a no follow and people are like, ah, you don't get the power of no follow. You do, especially if you've mentioned on, on a thingy a few times, right? So if I click that and open it, and I scroll down the page, right? That link there, New Boathouse Capital Limited, right? You can see it's purple, so it tells me it's a no-follow. And I click it. Okay, this is going to redirect straight away through to here. So 301 redirected it into here. Now, the, 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 way, the way I got this was I went over to mydomains.net, um, right? I'll click Login, and I'll just show you quickly how I do it. Because this is, this is gold, this, man. It really is. So I'll go and find the ones that are in the EU. Um, blah, 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 blah. Why can't I find it? Where's the EU gone? It's different on this screen than the other one. There it is. But down to the uh, .uk, right? So I'm just going to do the .uk. But you can see you've got millions, right? But if you come in here, click Show Filters, and then you just say Last 24 Hours, and you click Apply, right? You've still got like 173 pages of domains that's been dropped in the last... So there's two things here, right? This one here says... If you read it, it says domain kicks domain popularity, right? So this is number of backlinks from different domains, right? And then this is backlinks in total. So this is external backlinks. So this is total number of backlinks, right? So if you click the DP, because we want we want this to be legit, you see, right? You, I'll go through and I'll look for sites like that one, Fountain Bridge Windows, okay? That there has got 165 and 46. So the chance that that's been spammed is, is almost nil, right? But you see this one down here? AI say ho use 21, it's got 2,700. The chance that that's been spammed is pretty high. So what I'll do is I'll come in and I will look for ones 
like that that fountain windows there if that's still available here it is because it's screen on the other side so we copy that right and as you can see this has been around since 2009 2007 so it's got plenty of age in it all right it got dropped yesterday then we take it over to uber suggest or whatever link link checker you use click search if you don't if you don't want a paid one you can go into here but it's not as good um backlink to hrefs and then you can do it in here and this can also do the authority checkers and stuff like that um but this is the free one okay so this hasn't got domain authority it's got 12 backlinks or 130 things in total whereas if we go to ubi suggest what's this going to tell us this tells it's got a, a domain authority of 19 it's got referring domains 99 it's got 570 backlinks isn't it crazy how different the the, the, the stats that you get back from these different tools are uh, but the, if you look, this is one that's been done on, I can't remember what it's called. There's a thing you can pay a tenner a month where you get all these stupid fucking directories. So it's been put on all these directories. That's where it's got its domain authority from. But that's kind of all I do when I'm trying to find domains is I'll go in, do this, check that these these are like similar number, like that one there, black, black one, Unitanitarians or whatever it is. Take it over here, paste it in there, click search. Boom, I can see it. Look at that. Domain authority on that one. Blackpool unitarian.org. What the fuck is that? The redirect got indexed. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I've never seen that in my life. There's a maps.google on there as well. This page. All right, he's trying to send you to. How the f See, look at this. This is anyway. Forget it. I'll come back to you guys. I'll stop doing. I'll, I can do some training in a bit if people want to actually go through some training, because uh, I'm taking over the uh, thingy. But link building, doing it that way, and and using a scraper that we've got down the bottom. Let's swap you. And, you're all right on that side, aren't you? Uh, that that it's called yep. Reune. You can scrape Yelp and pull in pull in sites from there. Um, yes, the difference indeed. between Uber Suggest and Ahrefs is the cost, in my opinion. I, I think they're all full of shit. I don't think they've got accurate numbers. Really, I think they've just got close to accurate numbers. There's Semrush and there's uh, Moz and there's tons of different ones. I use Uber Suggest because uh, Neil Patel did a thousand pound or dollars as a lifetime, and yeah, I can check thousands of backlinks all the time on it. So. It saves me paying every single month. Um, so yeah, act like you can't afford these tools. Um, and I do that because most of them are overpriced. It's a smart way to look at it. SEO Power Suite's probably my favorite, but that works on your computer. I think that's about £900 for three years' use, and it's huge. It's got loads of cool tools. Anyway, sorry, mate, right, where were we at? Sweet. Um, I think we we're down here. Yeah, we're both clicking on it at the same time, I think. There we go. Uh, yeah, I was uh, on-page SEO versus off-page SEO. So I was genuinely kind of interested in whether or not you can use just one. Or I, I know the best results probably come from uh, combining the two, but I was just thinking you've spoken before. I think you said you only used off-page or on-page for one of these sites, and it ranked really highly. Um and I noticed when we were making, when we were doing some research in like uh, into some like competitor research and stuff in our local area, how um, there was like some sites had 
just no like hardly any backlinks whatsoever and you could tell that their their off page was extremely weak they hadn't really touched it and they were relying only on on page stuff um if you want to hit high like high traffic um income generating so where 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 the keywords have got intent to make money then you need both you have to have both but that's why when you're doing local seo okay that's the difference between local and national seo so national seo you have to have both you need on page you need to build up absolutely everything you need social profiles you so if i'm trying to rank for the word plumber on a national basis yeah then i'm gonna have to do shit loads of work for about a year probably longer right, to get to the first page of Google, and then climbing up to the top of Google might take you longer, okay, um, and there's, it's cost a lot of money, it's a lot of thingy, but then local SEO, so for example, this is this is why I like using Magic Page plugin on a lot of my local sites, so what you do is you create a local site for like a, a plumber in a local area, and then you build a 15-mile radius, and you put pages in every single area, and what happens is you don't need to build backlinks, okay, you don't need to build backlinks for a lot of local SEO, but you don't need to build backlinks because what happens is that easy, easy winning pages start to rank first off the on-page SEO. Okay, so you need to have on-page okay. SEO, right? Th- then, then what will happen is when they start to rank, they start to build you because of the user experience because they're turning up, they're landing on your site, and it's actually delivering. Then they start to build trust, um, relevance, and authority for you quickly to your site, and because of that, you don't necessarily need, um, you don't need to build backlinks, but. Okay. So you've got you've got to have both. You, you, I mean, basically, what you should aim to do is get your on-page SEO right first. And if you win with just on-page SEO, then cool. But if you don't, then 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 you start building building links and stuff like that. But I mean, I would always build a Twitter profile. I would always build a um, YouTube um, and link from 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 the Twitter profile, and and I would link from the from the YouTube account, and I would. Um, yeah, and and then and you you want some sort of link link building profile, but even if it's just getting yourself put into the local directories and building links there, a lot of the times with local, it's not necessary to go any further than that. Um, but if you look at the stats, I think it's something like I don't I don't know if this is still accurate. This is two thousand twenty one, I think. Thirty two percent of people that landed on the first page went to the, went to the top listing, the number one listing in Google. Yeah. Yeah. And then sixteen percent went to the second page of uh, the second listing in Google, right? So if you think if you're in position two on the first page of Google, most people are like, "Oh wow, we're right near the top," and they stop trying to get to the first position. But getting to that first position can double the size of your business from just that little jump. And then yeah. if you go to like page two of Google, I think it was just over one percent at the top of page two. So so the, the, the person who's in position eleven just at the I know, the, I know they've done the scrolling thing now. But it, mm. the person who was at the, t- at the top of page two was getting like 1% of the traffic. Wow. So the difference between the top of page two and the top of page, I think it's like 32 times. So, so if, crazy. if, if yeah. they're getting 32 leads a week, then these people are rarely getting one lead a week, which is not enough to, for any business to survive. And that's yeah. why even when you get to the first page, you necessarily need to keep pushing to the, uh, to the other one. Right. We've got a few yeah, questions. It's very rare. You know, it's, you're in the deep waters when you're going to page two. You know that you've really messed up. And you don't understand something when you're looking for like your answers on page two. You're like, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. We've all traveled to page two. We've all been we've to actually, page two. Yeah. Whether we've actually found it. The only time I ever go to page two is when I'm manually checking my own ranking results. Ah, okay. That's about it. Okay, Sue says that uh, I thought this was at 11. I hope I can see a recording. Yeah, Sue, of course you can. This is um, being broadcast live right now, but the recording will be available on this YouTube channel. Um, It will also be going up 
on um Sue that asked that Spotify. right at the beginning, wasn't it? And yeah, Sue, your question was asked uh, was answered right at the beginning, and we've gone on to talk about uh Google business profiles a load. So um hopefully you've got a lot of information and yeah, like I said, it it will be out um on this YouTube channel and also on a bunch of different podcasting platforms, Spotify, um, I think uh, Apple Podcasts as well, basically all of them. So um subscribe to you'll the be channel. able to find it. We do crazy yeah. stuff like this every week. And some weeks will be yeah, SEO, some weeks will be as well, because we won't be talking about um SEO next week. We'll be talking about some other random stuff, but uh have it's we, always good to got, hear from people. Have we got an author on next week or is that the week after? A uh, week after we have an author on. Really excited for that as our first uh, yeah. our first guest. Yeah, our um, first author guest. So we're gonna read his book and then we're gonna ask him loads of questions and drive him insane about it. The author, yes. I'm actually gonna meet him um in the real world. I think the week later in London. Okay. So get a load he of you. Be a dick to him, but I've got to be nice because he nice. Be <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, we did answer the GMB question or GBP. Uh, hey, so, all oh, right, that's Georgia answering um, that to him. July 14th, first special guest. There we go. Yep, we got our Very first excited. special guest, July 13th. So okay, on page off SEO versus off page SEO. Basically, every single website on the planet, whatever you're doing. You need to focus on your on-page SEO. If you get to where you want with on-page SEO, it means there's almost no competition. But if you then start focusing on a long-term link-building strategy, so 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 don't go and put 500 links on your website overnight. Don't go to Fiverr and buy 3,000 links or 1,000 citations and all that bullshit because Google has got a, a big a graph, right? And they don't look at it with their own eyes. The computer looks at it, but it can see every single bit type of business like yours in the whole wide world, right? And it can say, oh, look at all these dickheads. And then that one's put 500 links. I know he's full of shit. It's not real because they all came on in one day or they all came on in a month or they all came on over a 12-month period. So the, the key to it is consistency. If you're going to add links, add one link a month, okay? Do what I've just shared a minute ago where we go through. We go over to the expireddomains.net, spend a few hours looking for a decent domain, build a site on it that's relevant. That's so, so, so when I say relevant, it has a form, it has a phone number, it it provides what you're telling the customer it's going to provide. So it will build, because of the user uh, behavior, it will build trust and authority all by itself. And it's a link, and meaning that that bat link becomes something that even if you get a manual inspection, Google's going to be like, nah, both of these sites are legit. It's not like it's just some fucking link farm. Don't build link farms, build legit um, actual sites that, 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 that will actually provide a good experience to a customer. And you only have to do that once a month. And if you yeah. use site cloners, then you can clone a site, a WordPress site, and get it across in, in seconds. Um, it really yeah, it seems like with the right tools, it won't be, it won't even be like you know, you do that other stuff, the the link farms or whatever, as a as a sort of ease of access. You know, oh, this will be a super simple way for me to get to get to where I want to go. But actually, um, it, it doesn't seem like if you're using the right tools, it doesn't seem like it's that difficult to do it. The well, if you get all in one WP migration. On a, so let's say we focus on WordPress sites, for example, right? Let's say you're building this network on WordPress. You use all-in-one WP. So you build your first site, make it cool. All-in-one WP migration, you can migrate that site to another domain name in about two or three minutes. And then go over to ChatGPT, write your content, right? Which takes another five minutes. Pop your content onto your sites. If you're just doing it as a one-page website because you're designing it for a link, a form and a phone number on the site, and then take it over to um, Page Rewriter, click the Make Human button, Put it straight onto your website, build the link into the site, make sure you've got a 301 redirect that redirects all the old previous links to the home page, and you're done. 
There's not really much else you want to do. I always add magic page onto them, build a second page, put a radius around it, and it generates more leads. But if you want to do it a really quick way, you can do that, and you can have one of them sites up in, I reckon, from buying the domain to having it up in probably an hour, an hour and a half, and that, that that's never going anywhere. You're going to have that backlink forever. And if it starts to rank just off doing the on-page SEO, the way, the way we just talked, then you start building a backlink profile and it becomes a, a money site. And we do it that way so that we've always, we're always building potential money sites, potential income generating assets by building your websites that way long-term rather than just building a link or going by paying someone else for a link, which you don't own and they can do what they want with it in the future. Whereas if you do it the way I'm talking about, you're always building a income generate, a potential income generating, appreciating asset. Nice. Um, all right. The the next one I I <laughs> I wrote what I found easy versus what blew my tiny mind. Um and uh I just put this in because I was um you know I've I've been exposed to because I, I am a complete newbie to um SEO as you can all probably tell because I'm staying extremely quiet and nodding um with a vacant expression like when we do but, the history ones i shut up and just stand there going holy shit how does he know all this yeah i just go hard i actually got in trouble um last week because i messed up some history one okay. of the guys from my jiu-jitsu class was like dude you messed up some history you didn't mention this guy um oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna mess it up again because i can't remember his name but you know we were talking about the the marathon like where the, the oh, term yeah. marathon comes from yeah um it was actually one guy who ran the original like first marathon he like took off his armor and ran away from the battle all the way back to to athens to let them know that they'd won victory and uh then he dies as soon as he gets there in typical like mythological stories are normally a little dramatic so he dies his uh yeah but his um final word was nike meaning victory um he screams nike and then dies um, which I think is really interesting because obviously marathon, famous running race, and the last thing he says is Nike. Uh, so you have your the birth of the the brand name Nike from from that. Do you know what cool. I'm going to read soon? Then this one because I've had it for ages and never read it. Oh, what, what's that? Um, it's called Shoe Dog. Dog by Phil Knight, the guy that created Sweet. Nike. I've got every book in the world, Anna. I've, I've got a lot. Um, anyway, let's carry on with the with the thing. Yeah, yes, sorry, let's get um, back to this. Um, so the things I found found easy-ish, the things I've I've grasped, kind of. Um, so like, sort of like internal navigation stuff on websites. I found you know because a lot of it is about simplicity. Like simplicity, Google seems to like simplicity, right? Is that a fair assumption to make? Google likes relevance, mate. Relevance is always simple. Yeah. Okay. That's it. If it's relevant, and it's usually simple if it's relevant, because if you look at if you, if 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 you've just got them four words right, that's what that's what drives me mad with with SEO. So many people teach so much that complicates the shit out of it, and it's like if you just think of them four words that you said right at the beginning: uh, trust, authority, relevance, and user behavior. Now, which 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 is added recently, which is is brilliant because it makes it, it it it's simple. There is nothing difficult about SEO at all. Um, and if every yeah. time you're going to make a decision, you have a poster. In fact, I've got a poster up there, right up there on my wall that says, it's got trust right at the top in black. And then in red, I've got authority. And in blue, I've got relevance. And at the bottom, I've got green user behavior. Um, and it's it's 
just because at any time I make a decision, if I'm thinking, should I, shouldn't I, blah, 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 I'll look at the post and it'll remind me and it's like, okay, think of it like this. Yeah, which it. one of the criteria does this hit? Yeah. Or, or all, one or all, yeah. So most of yeah. the time it'll hit all. The, um, the main problems I run into is when it starts, when like the more slightly more technical stuff, just because I'm not, you know... I used to play video games, but I was never really like ab above like surface level. I'm not really technically switched on. So when it comes to like, um, like it was talking about code a little bit later on and like structured data the, and the structure, yeah, the structured data. I was like, Oh my God, what is this? And like, no normally whenever I had any kind of code questions, I just asked chat GPT to explain it to me. Um, if you weren't around to help me. Um, and, uh, that kind of helped, but it's still so it's still so confusing because it is kind of a different language and it is hard. So I can see like where the that for me would be where I would hit a really big barrier to entry. I'd be like, oh geez, I don't really know what to do. I would probably I probably want to oh, delegate that. Stru right. Structured data is all right. So you can buy, you can buy you not buy, you can you, you can I think there's just free ones. I'm not sure if there's free ones or not. I normally okay. do it by hand, however. Um so there's two, there's two different types of that, 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 that we're interested in, right? So it's so your structured data, what we're talking about, there's your schema, right? But what we were on about were rich snippets. That's, that's the bit that I think would have been confusing in the book was the rich snippets and the people also ask section, right? Uh -huh. and, it, and it's all about, right, that the, the, most people ask a question, right? So, so what you'll sometimes see is when you go to Google and you, and you type in a question, at the very top, you'll get a little square box and it's got the answer, it has the actual full answer in it. So let's say you ask, what's the um what 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 what's the recipe for XYZ? And it'll start the recipe and then it'll be a little tab that says for more, click here. And then when yeah. you go to the website, the actual recipe is spread out over the whole page with all the explanations and everything. But because it's been put into the right format, it pulls out the actual structured data and puts it into a snippet. But it, basically with that, it's all about answering questions and it's all about answering questions in the right format. Like whenever somebody asks a price you would normally have a price range rather than just a specific price. And it's about getting probably short questions that's going to be asked on a regular basis and answering them fun, like in, 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 in the shortest way possible. And yeah, then it, if, you use, if you use a plugin for it, it'll automatically add the code to it anyway. You don't need to know code when it comes to WordPress at all. It said between like 40 and 50 words, I think, was how you yeah, sort yeah. of bait the think, snippets. Somebody did um I can't remember who it was. Somebody did a uh probably was Moz or Semrush or someone did a a a study to check this out. But I think th those studies can't necessarily do it on a full internet basis. So I wouldn't listen to them. What I would do is 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 try and answer the questions as comprehensively as possible in as few words as possible, giving options. So like for example, what what should the average plumber cost me in uh, Dorset? Then, then you, you, your answer should potentially be something along the lines: the average plumber would cost between fifty and one hundred twenty-five pounds per hour, um, depending on time of day, plus parts, which could run out of that. And then you kind of go into that type of answer, and then shorten it down a little bit. Them tend to be the answers that get put up. I don't think right. putting it into a specific word count is 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 necessary. I it's not I like a hard, wrong, hard rule. No, because sometimes when I when I do a search. I've seen rich snippets that's like fucking huge like that. And then other times you've got like a couple and then other times you've got a list that's got like 12 or 15 different things in it before you have to click see more. 
So I yeah. think he's full of shit with that. I don't. I think he's just guessing at that, or he's 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 seen somebody's research that's suggested this. Yeah, he's he quotes somebody. I can't remember exactly who he says has done the research, but yeah. But quoting somebody else's research and then putting it into a book and not actually doing the research yourself to say I've actually tested this and it, it's it's legit. He's, yeah, and 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 his ability to test that's probably not. So I I think personally he probably should have explained more about how to answer the questions, which he probably doesn't know because he doesn't go into that detail, is, is more about how to answer the, ask and answer the questions rather than quoting somebody else's research. Yeah. Um, because their research can't... Think how big the internet is and how many, how many rich snippets are out there. It's kind of, you can't just go out and do that. Uh, there's a guy I had on the podcast the other week called Kasra Dash. He kind of, I've, I've seen him rank these things in like almost no time at all. He'll be like, watch this. And then a few days later, it's like, bam, it's up there. And it's like, how did you do that? And he That's does it for seriously competitive keywords. Him and a guy called James Dooley from Manchester, uh, I think they own Fat Rank. They, they, they're doing some mental tests, like brilliant. Um, anyway, different Love it. All right. Um, so, yeah, next question. Uh, is mobile king when it comes to um, oh, I, I seen this website. earlier, and I thought, there's no way that you would ever make a spelling mistake so i assumed it was right i thought it is was mobile right. is king well it's not now i've changed it back for you i just seen it and i thought no way you as an english teacher you can't cock up that's true so i assume gods a... can bleed mike <laughs> that's an awesome saying i'm gonna nick that <laughs> Uh, is mobile king yes 100% mate um, basically I think it's about 70, 70 something percent of search is now done on um, mobile plus yes 70, 70 plus percent and Google went to mobile first see I'm good with the concepts but I never know the dates and times I know people start talking to me about Fred and fucking Frank and and and, and Penguin and Pasta and all that shit and I'm like I don't care just give me the tell me tell me the, 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 the thingy then I'll read the paper and I'll understand it and I forget the name of the guy that, 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 that they named it after or the na name of the animal. But yeah, mobile's king, man. Uh, basically, whenever yeah. I do a test, so so whenever I'm trying to test a website, in fact, this is definitely worth showing people because this is free, right? Let me share this screen again. Freebies. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is free, right? So we'll do this and we'll go to the site that you've built recently, olivelocal.com, right? So if I was doing a test on this, look how slow that's loading, right? So if I was doing a test on here, Right, and I and, and I want to do an actual um, I want to do an actual test on this website to see if it's SEO, if if there's any problems with the page, if there's loading issues, if there's image issues, things like that. Right, what I would do is I would right click. Okay, I'm on Google Chrome by the way. I don't know if you can do this on Firefox. Um, so I would right click. I would click Inspect. Okay, I would then come over to something called Lighthouse here. All right, so you click on Lighthouse. Right, so you see how it's already selected. Mine are already, normally when you come on, that'll be selected and that'll be on desktop, right? So I get rid of progressive web app because we don't give a shit because it's not a progressive web app. We click on mobile, yeah? Then you've got performance, accessibility, uh, best practices and SEO. Now this is built, as far as I'm aware, I think this is built by Google, okay? So we're now in a position where we can analyze the page, right? So what this is going to do, this is going to go to your website on a mobile, right? You should always do this on a mobile. Forget about desktop because Google is mobile first. If you if you if yeah. you can smash it on mobile, right? Mobiles always seem to do worse than desktop. Ah, oh, this is this is this is the uh, Callum test. This we're going to see what your website's like now that you've created. Um, Probably manky. But, 
probably real yeah. manky. We'll see. <laughs> I haven't touched it in a little while. Uh, but but this is free, so everybody's got access to this. And this is kind of, right, the first thing anyone should do is trying to SEO a website, right? Is you should right-click, inspect, go to Lighthouse, select mobile, select performance accessibility, best practices, and SEO, and run a mobile test on your website. And this will come back, and it will give you all the information you need to make sure that your SEO, your on-page SEO is 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 pretty solid, okay? It's, 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 it's pretty rock solid. Um, That's cool. From memory, I don't think it tests how much content and everything's on there, but I don't really test how much content I've got on a page because what I'll do is I'll either go and run it through Page Rewriter. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> My logged in. Ah, oh, it might be because I'm on Thingy that, you know, one second. Let me grab this again. Can you see my screen though, yeah? Yeah. Right, all my all my tabs probably cocking shit up. So if I paste that in there and then hit it. And then go right click, inspect. So you can still see this, yeah? Yep. Lighthouse, mobile, make sure them four are tabbed, analyze the page. Sometimes if you've got Google Chrome, see, I only have these that one activated on, on, on Thingy, which reads things to me because I'm super, super lazy, as Callum okay. will attest to. Um, so I have a little tab that reads. So so look at this, right? So from a performance perspective now, because we've checked this on a mobile phone, we scroll down. So you can click on any of these that take you to this section that you want to go and look at, right? So we've got 100 on best practices, which means that you've obviously been listening. 98% on SEO, right? But then anything that there's any issues with, you can scroll down and you'll get a little tab that can be opened, okay? And it'll read it, reduce your initial server response time. So why you go in and read this shit? I'm not going to go through and read it. Uh, you've got the same thing. So this is, this is so, so, so handy. That's uh, gold. 98 percent for, for anyone How trying come to rank I'm just seeing this now mike what the hell man i'm trying to teach you things <laughs> manually mate i'm trying to get you to learn to i know i know self first with you. yeah <laughs> but uh, this is but, cool yeah. what an awesome uh it's and it's free so an there's awesome no tool yeah uh, but if, if i go and do that on, on on a desktop version now so if i close that it didn't take long did it if i go right click and inspect and do it on a desktop the numbers on a desktop will be higher and be better. And a lot of people would do it on a desktop because they're sat on a desktop looking at it. But we're not interested in desktop. What we're interested in is, is mobiles because mobile, Google went to mobile first. I don't know how many years ago it was now, but it was ages ago. Um, and basically, if you rank well, in, look at that. Look at how much better it is. See what I mean? Cal Callum, this is yeah. the first site you've ever built, right? I know we're going to change yeah. loads about it and we're not completely happy yeah. with it yet. But yeah, yeah. This, is, this is pretty fucking decent. That's they're high bad. numbers. For anyone just listening, they're pretty high yeah. numbers. Yeah, We're 94, 98, these. 100, 100. But the desktop, so we don't give a shit about desktop. <laughs> uh, just in case. <laughs> nice numbers. We don't give a shit, but they're nice. Yeah. Enjoy. Nice desktop numbers. So yeah, that's a cool little trick that you can use, and it's free, and it's that's as good as most SEO tools out there. That's really cool. Um, so yes. Um, nice. I'm glad that exists. Um, so uh, uh, in the book, he said that a lot of the ways that you build those for um like authority and and relevant trust and all of these things is to post regular content comes up all the time it's like the more regularly you post the more um google seems to like you how regular depends. is regular content i, I yeah was, I, okay. I yeah I don't, I don't agree with that it depends what industry you're in for a start like I said okay. to you before, I've got sites that have been up fucking seven, eight years. I've never touched that. I haven't got SSL certificates, but they're ranking on a national basis for keywords that are making me thousands of leads every single month. So I don't right. think that's relevant to all industries. 
Okay. Um, and then again as well, if you if you're posting content on a regular basis and that content has negative user behavior, right? So let's right. say every time so it's designed to rank for this, but every time somebody searches and lands on your webpage, the first thing they do is click the back button and go back to Google and click on the one below you or yeah. the one above you, or they go and remake a search because they're like, oh, I must have searched wrong because that's definitely not what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. um, then it can actually be negative for your site. So I think right. it's more about not regular content, but relevant content and actually thinking to yourself, right, the keyword I'm trying to rank this page for is this. It's an intent-based keyword, and the action I'm expecting from the customer or, or the searcher is this. So what I want to do when I'm building this page is make sure that when somebody searches what I'm trying to rank it for and they land, they, they take this action every single time. And okay. I think that's, that's the key to building trust, um, authority, and relevance. I really do. And I think a lot of SEOs are all on about if you get such a person's name. I think there's loads of these gimmicks that come along and people are like kind of latch on. So don't get me wrong. If I'm trying to rank someone on a national basis, I'll do absolutely everything I can to rank it and I'll use all the stupid little tricks that are out there. However, yeah. all the stupid little tricks, I would use them legitimately. So if I wanted to put somebody in as an author thing to ship on my thing to say it came from him, I would go and pay him to write the content. Then I would get him to link from his blog to say that he wrote the content or from whatever website, he's mm -hmm. got, even if it's a shit site, I wouldn't fake it. Because the second you start trying to rank on a national basis and you're faking it, Google knows. Google's like the god of the internet, isn't it? It's kind yeah, of thinking. hard to trick. So, yeah, I don't think, I th I, I, what, what I think he was trying to say is consistency. Okay. Consistency is important, but it's not necessarily consistency to do with your content. Consistency is to do with you're always doing something that that, that continually builds your uh, relevance and builds your trust and builds your authority. So whether whether right. you're going and building out linking profiles, whether you go in and setting up social profiles, whether you're creating videos on the YouTube channel and linking them back to your site or or whether you're creating actual physical content. I think it's a, it's not, it's about con continually moving. However, if you're doing business SEO, movement isn't always necessary. You're not necessarily, what, what, do you know what I mean? If, if, if you do something that people are not interested in, then social side of things is completely irrelevant. And Google knows yeah. it's irrelevant because it can see the real businesses. I mean, you don't get funeral homes going posting pictures on fucking uh, their Google business profile saying, check out this dead guy or doing fingies saying, oh, we just buried such and such today. It's like, they'd yeah. be, be up wrong, wouldn't they? So, so, so people wouldn't do that. So, so no. kind of, it's, it's all about acting like a real person. If you, if you treat it like a real business and you do what you would do if you had a real business in a real location, then you can't really go that far wrong. Nice. Cool. Um, all right. My next one, um, I wrote pop-ups and ads when i was uh making the site um obviously we need call to actions and stuff like this and we you put in some some code to make a little pop-up come up and stay yeah. with the um but it, in the book he was he said that a little bit of that kind of stuff is okay but not a lot and i think that was something that you told me as well which was we don't need to go too crazy with the call to actions. Let's not spam these people. Like if it, if they can see the call to action, like if it's popped up, then fair enough. But um, I I notice a lot of sites do like ex almost like external pop ups. They have like stuff from other 
other websites like redirects and all sorts of stuff seems to come up and adverts like what what's going on with that what why do they is that them just trying to make money or are they uh um, if you're trying to collect somebody's information, then you want an uh-huh. exit intent pop-up, right? If you want right, someone's right, information, um, th- then you want an exit intent pop-up. That that means the pop-up will show when somebody waves their mouse and goes up to the top and it tries to, to, to try to leave the page, okay? But when I'm running ad campaigns, I will always, if if if... If I think someone's going to leave, I will try and put some sort of pop-ups. Then you've also got to be careful because okay. if you do it wrong, Google will shut your ad campaign down because it's, yeah. it's, it's spammy. As far as SEO is concerned, I try and keep everything on the page as much as I possibly can. Like when I said to you, when we were building sites and um, we wanted people to book um, an appointment or we wanted people to to, to fill in a lead form, yeah. um, I will tend to have it fixed to the page as opposed to as a pop-up or you have it as a pop-up where they click a button that then pops up. So it'll do right. that and it'll go to like a frame in the it's middle of the screen. Less intrusive that way. Yes. I've never seen it right because some of the sites that rank right at the top, which are usually um, ad, uh, new sites, which seem to get have different rules, but I've never seen any real business sites that get away with actually spamming people as soon as they hit their page mm-hmm. and actually still ranking so but i've never seen any proof that it doesn't that it does does actually affect sites negatively either so honestly okay. i couldn't answer 100 percent certain that that it does cause negative or not um it just there's not just, something I, that you i know for a fact that embedding your stuff in the page doesn't i also know for a fact that iframes get read by google right so if you iframe something um on your web page google goes in and reads it because we've had i've we, we've created iframes with uh, lead simplify you know an iframe form and okay. we we did and we dropped down menus that had certain words in there and the pages because the words weren't getting searched anywhere in the world the pages were ranking for those keywords right um in google but the the word wasn't on the web page at all it was only inside the iframe which shows me uh-huh. that google actually reads what's in an iframe and treats it like it's on your page. It's on page. Yeah. So what we started doing was iframing um, Wikipedia <laughs> and seeing if we could get it to rank by iframing Wikipedia and seeing if we could pick in. That didn't really work, but we tried it for a while. Um, we've tried also. Yeah, worth a go. Yeah. That's the uh, that's one of the things I find cool about SEO is that there's a lot of like interesting. Uh, like we talked about game being slightly gamified. It's just kind of like, hmm, I wonder if I tried this. Like, what will it do? And and if you use analytics you can kind of find out the effect it has. And it's quite, I guess that's why people get so addicted to it. Someone like you have become very addicted to it over the last week. Like every time we've spoken, you've just been like, mate, I'm doing this crazy thing. Like this on the website is busted. You've messed this up. This needs to be fixed. We're going deep. And I I liked it. I thought it was cool. I was just dying in bed at home. Like, Um, People have always tried to get me into PlayStations and stuff like that. And I'm always like, can I make money to play in a PlayStation? And if the answer is no, I'm not interested. But this is no. kind of a game. Unless you're a hot make, girl. can make you very, very, very rich. Like very, very rich. SEO is so, so, so. It's, uh, I know a lot of SEOs that are, are broke, right? They're really good at what they do because they don't think about how to turn it into income. Or they're too scared to go out and fucking pick up the phone and start chatting to people and saying, I've got this. Do you want it? Are you interested? Right, right, right. You want to try it for a month for free, and if you like it, you have it. If you don't, I'll speak to your competition. 
And like that, th- that works for me. I, I'll phone someone up happily and say, I, I, this is doing X. Usually I've got questions the way I ask people, but I won't talk about that on here because it kind of works out the figures to how much a site's worth to them before they actually offer them a price. But normally if you turn around and say to somebody, look, I've got a site here. I can put your number on it for two weeks. We'll track what comes in. If you think it's worth it, we'll figure out a price after two weeks and you can have it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that stops people uh, stops people from doing, uh, I think that sort of social element or like, you know, interacting with other people stops people from doing a lot of things that would make them a lot of money. Uh, Georgia says, you can absolutely make money on YouTube with a PlayStation. Yeah, bro. Very true, and on yep. Twitch and all sorts of stuff like that. I've got a friend who is an insane gamer, like one of the best gamers I've ever played with in my life. The guy is a, just sessions video games. He's insanely good. Um, he could have made a ton of money if he'd done uh, streaming, but he just doesn't. He's like afraid to put his personality online, and I guess it's a similar thing to people who are, you know, sick at SEO, but they're just afraid of of uh, taking that next step and making a ton Fair of money. Yeah by using it yeah it's fear of failure i guess yeah oh yeah. look at that alden was proper nice last week so 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 a few weeks ago we were talking about this <laughs> marathon story and um in case you wasn't on earlier uh, and um we gave out some false info well i didn't he did right but we, we won't we won't fake we won't news on that um yeah and, and and the same week so alden never said anything he was being really nice to you wasn't he always by not, by yeah, not me and alden but then he turned around and two minutes later said, I 100% when me and me <laughs> and said, I 100% don't agree with Mike. I didn't say that, but it was almost there. Yeah, he hit you with a 100% don't agree. But yeah, to be I, fair. I, it was actually, I, I, I 100% agree with Callum. It was, so, yeah. So I, he picked on me. <laughs> I haven't forgotten that. But yeah, but now, but now he's critiquing, critiquing my... Uh, critiquing my marathon story rightfully so it was botched it was i did botch it i did botch it all of my history facts by the way if you want to get up up on your history dan carlin dan carlin's podcast hardcore history awesome he's a badass but um i messed up his marathon story um cool uh search quality guidelines eat e-a-t um We've talked about it all day. We have talked about yeah, that, haven't we? Trust, authority, relevance. It's it's kind of it's 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 not the same words, but it's the same fucking meaning. Yeah, and yeah it means the same thing. Yes, it's always been that way. I think they've just made it more public now that you need to do it, and they've put out loads of. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of SEOs that are teaching specific guidelines on this, but the the, the key is to just act like a real business. It really yeah. is not simple, and and don't if you if you if you are building a real business online it's easy because you're going to do something right if you're a sales guy a sales guy starts from zero every week or month right so you come back in last week you can do 25 grand and this week you're like fuck we started from zero we're gonna have to start again and mm-hmm. the following week you've got the same thing in the following week. so every single week you're doing something positive towards growing your business to make more money right which turns make you loads and loads and loads of money it's the same with building a business online a lot of people will say all right i've got a website um and i'm I'm done. But if they if they if they got a shop premises, they wouldn't say, right, I've got a shop premises, I'm done. I'm just gonna sit here and hope shit happens. They will put up signs, they will 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 put signs outside, they will walk to the end of the street with arrows pointing down the street saying, get your breakfast here and shit like that. And and that's kind of what you need to do with an online business is every you need to push every week, at least every week, is, is say to yourself, right, what can I do positive this week? 
that's going to help generate more business for my company without doing these bullshit things like going over to Fiverr and getting 3,000 links for fucking $15 because honestly, they're just a quick way to the bottom. They don't work. They, they did work years and years and years ago, uh, but nowadays they don't. The only thing you can get away with spamming now is Google pro, uh, Google profiles. So, so when I say that, what I mean is uh, like YouTube videos um, and Google business profiles and stuff like that. But to be honest, I still wouldn't. I'll, yeah, I'd just I just build them genuine because because with, with Google authentic. business profiles, well, Google business profiles. If you if you're building reviews and and adding images with location specific information on, you're going to outrank everyone else anyway because no one's doing it still. And and uh, and Google GMBs or GBPs now, they've been around for years and people are still not using them. I know business owners who still run around trying to get business word of mouth. They don't have a website. They don't have a Google business profile. They don't have any of this shit. And this. They're still scraping the barrel. Whereas if they built a Google business profile, they built a website and they did set rather than trying to just find work every day, they said, you know what? I'm going to spend one day a week where I don't work. And instead what I do is I get up on a Friday and I will spend three hours working on my online profile. And that's yeah. my day one. And then I'll work four days a week. I'll book in jobs four days a week. Within a month, they'd be getting regular work and they'd be booked up for them four days a week. Within Within two or three months, They'll be employing second and third and fourth and fifth, say plasterers, for example, or working for them because they've they've allocated one day a week to work on their online presence. It's super yeah. easy because you can what what you would in the real world have to spend weeks building building premises, getting planning permission, spending a lot of money employing people that know what they're doing to come in and do with 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 SEO and with with like digital marketing, you can do it all yourself. It might might take studying, it might take a bit of research but you can literally build a super profitable online business that can generate millions if you just allocate time every single week to it rather than saying, do you know what? I've just got in on a Friday. Fuck it. I'm going to watch Netflix. It's like, fuck Netflix. Get on your computer for an hour each night. That works out to five hours a week. And five hours a week on any digital business, you're going to be the best in the area within within a few months. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, when, like I said, when we were doing a bit of research and finding the... Uh some of the um the, the like the the sort of lack of these things that have been implemented by businesses that were ranking really quite high in our local area it was like wow that's really like that's not as hard as you maybe think it was i for google business profiles i remember i was looking for a martial arts gym in prague when i was living there i was like oh, i want to train but and i know that the czech judo team is really good so i was like okay i want to try some judo in the czech republic holy shit like I could not find one. I couldn't even find a place to train. I know there's a language barrier thing, but you can translate on Google, like translate whole websites. The Google business profiles, it was like a picture of a random street with like no address. And like, you you were just like, where is this place? It just doesn't exist. Like it's what, in the middle of a park somewhere. Like, right. If, if I was setting up a martial arts gym, right? Yeah. I would build a Google business profile, right? Mm -hmm. And every single person would get the first month for free in exchange for, okay, a review, a five-star positive review built uh -huh. on their mobile from my gym. So they turn up and it's like, yep, you can join. Do you want to join now and pay 25 quid? Or do you want to give us a five-star review from your mobile phone before you join? And then you get your first month for free. You can decide if it's for you and you start paying next month. That would be my strategy because I know for a fucking fact that doing that exact strategy would turn me into the number one, even if I was a terrible teacher, that would turn me into the number one martial arts gym right at the top of the free pack in Google, 
guaranteed yeah. there'll be no additional because nobody does it. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, we've got one. All right. And then they'll sit there twiddling their thumbs like, we're going to go out of business, man. We're fucking, we, we, we've, we've got no students coming in. How are we going to get students? If they were doing that, yeah. they'd be right at the top of Google. Anyone searching for it within a 10-mile radius would find your gym right at the top of Google. The same, the same with, 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 with a gym where people do weights. My strategy with that would be the exact same thing. Your first month is free in exchange for a fucking five-star Google review done on your phone whilst you're here. So your first day's free no matter what. You come in and train for free. Then you give us a review on Google and you get your first month for free and then you don't pay till the following month. And everyone will be like, yeah, you know what? It's going to save me 60, 70 quid. And yeah. for, for you, it's making you so much more money and you're not actually giving away any money. You're not spending any money on that person doing it. You're literally saying to them, don't start paying until next month. But the amount of new customers it's going to bring in is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, the uh, next note is on using video on websites. We have not put a video on our site yet. Do you have any plans to put? Do we have plans to put video on there? If you go to our site, scroll to the bottom and click on the YouTube link, you can see we've got a YouTube channel that links to our video. And the next step right. is that we're going to have a training, all the training, because we're going to say to people, if you want to do it yourself, go to the YouTube channel, check it out. And then them videos will either go on the uh, on the web pages. And, but yeah, that'll be you and me doing the training videos that are going on the yeah. agency mm -hmm. site. So it's fun. Hi, we're doing this for fun to build it. Build it building the uh, thing but yes we definitely are and it will definitely be 100 percent youtube because google yep. owns youtube mm -hmm. and then we will link in the descriptions and so on and so forth uh in the videos that link back to our website and it's a big circle of, of google love wicked um so yeah he said this quote in the book and i thought that it was interesting uh, especially because i looked at some reviews of the book and they said that there was elements of the chapter on link building that weren't 100% accurate for 2023. Um, he says backlinks are the currency of the web. Do you agree with this? Yes. Yeah. Even though people say that link building is not as in people are full of shit. People just make things up. Links have always been relevant. They always, they, they, right. So if you imagine, right. So if you imagine um, um, the USA voting election, yeah. Yep. Right. If you imagine that it, it broke people down by um, by status. And it said, right, you live on the streets, so your your vote's only worth 0.10%. Okay. This yeah. guy who lives on a, on, on a council estate, his vote's worth 20%. And this guy who's got a full-time job and does this is worth 30%. And it went all the way up to, this guy's a fucking lord or, and bought some landing thingy and he's a lot of help. <laughs> but th this guy's like um, a, a qualified teacher at a such and such school. So his vote is, is a full vote, right? So you get a full yeah. vote or as a GP, as a surgeon or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. And then that's kind of how the linking system works. So basically every single link you get, right, on, on the internet is kind of like a vote. So it's like a voting system for your website, right? Every okay. relevant link, okay? But you can use irrelevant links and it will still give you power. Like you've just seen me do a 301 redirect from that thing because it's connected to... Um, Wikipedia. It's connected to Wikipedia, yeah, right? So you've just seen that you can that you can do that. So, But then also, right, that there's also negative links, which are negative votes, which take okay. things off you. So if you look at the, the so, so if you imagine you've got criminals now, so a criminal, uh -huh. criminal will lose a full point, right? So that's, that's, that's one full point off. And then somebody who's just been shoplifting or, or, or who's been littering out on the streets, they'll lose you 0.10% because they're like not a full qualified criminal. Yeah. So that's not a fully qualified bad link. So you've got okay. to look at things. So, so there's link quality, 
but everything is it's just a voting system. It's just literally saying, yeah, I vouch for him, I vouch for him, I vouch for him, I vouch for him. And I vouch for him for what? Well, what is the keyword that you're linking to? But you've got to be careful not to put too many the same keywords in your links. So so if if I want to rank for Locksmith Manchester, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out and buy get a thousand links on 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 a thousand different places that all say Locksmith Manchester. Because Google's going to look at it straight away. It's going to look at its big, massive list of all the locksmiths in the world and say, okay, this is the only locksmith which has got a thousand links. And it's also the only locksmith that's got a thousand links that are all the exact same keyword. And the same keyword is not either website or their web URL. It's literally right. fucking locksmith. It's the keyword they're trying to rank for. So then they devalue your links and they devalue your site and you look like a spammer. So it's, okay. it's literally, it's about build. It's about it's about what, what, what they do in the States where they travel all over the place trying to find people get people to vote for canvassing yeah yes you canvass your links in the right place so you end up with trusted relevant links and if you can get links that have got authority then you fucking cracked it nice and and which are the most authoritative links depends what industry you're in that i use this thing on its pbns a lot but it it, it all depends what industry you're in i mean if you can get because because a lot of people now spam these new sites and they get um, there's a thing called help a reporter out. Yeah, that's one of the uh, things Harold, that mentioned in there. And, yeah. and if you if you basically sign up with Harold, they'll spam your email address, and you can then see all the shit that's been done by reporters on these big news uh, news places. And what happens is you you'll have to check your you can pay so that you can filter it, but you can also filter it using your Google. Um, yeah, complicated shit, but you know what I mean. You can filter what you what, what, if it's got keywords in the emails, then you see them, and if it doesn't, they get hidden. Um, you can do that yourself without paying. And then what will happen is they'll email you every single day. Um, I think it's harrow.com, H-A-R-O.com. Um, and what will happen is they'll send you emails and then you have to write in and contact the, the reporters direct uh, or, or through this system. And sometimes if they like what you've done, they'll feature it in a um, in, in, in like big, like the New York Times and stuff like that. Sometimes you get done in smaller publications. Uh, so there's ways of doing it, stuff like that. It's just, it's 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 usually very, very long-winded. Yeah, it seems, um, that seems like you're kind of going around the houses a little bit. But to, to, if you get one in New York Times, then it's, it's pretty powerful. However, they link out to True. so many other businesses, it's not as valuable as you would expect. Yeah. Whereas if, if I went to Harvard and I was a PhD in some mental and I was super smart, and yeah. then Harvard put my link to, to to my training course on the homepage of their fucking website that because that is super trusted super authoritative and and they don't regularly give out links on the homepage of Harvard uh thingy yeah. to say if you want to become this go and use this training course and that's going to that's going to be fucking invaluable that's going to basically skyrocket with one link right. that would make a huge difference Whereas you might need to go and build 500 additional links to get the same you would get off that and you'd still probably never build the same trust so okay. it's it's all yeah it's it's all it's it's it, it is all about trust and relevance when it comes to backlinking and authority. Nice. It's the same three same three things we just talked about all day: trust, authority, yeah. relevance. And then if you get a site where people either stay on your site or they they, they don't go back to Google and research, then you you're going in the the best direction possible. Wicked. I'm trying to look through the list and see the things, uh, anything we haven't covered, because a lot of these we've gone through already. You've already explained um, synchronous PBNs. Explain what they are. Um, uh, so uh, this one, where do people usually trip up on SEO? Do you have any like 
sort of common problems that people kind of mess up on. Like I, I would say the ones that sort of sprung to mind for me, like the glaring ones would be maybe choosing the wrong keyword and ending up like trying to rank something just way too competitive. Um, ignoring local SEO, like those guys in Prague were doing where they were just like ignoring the Google business profile thing. And it just made it impossible to find their business. Um, bad quality content, maybe would be another one. Low quality content. Um, the, the biggest the biggest trip up is patience. Okay. So we're for expecting example, instant results. Yeah. If, if I can, if I could build six, six super high quality backlinks to my website, I would want to put them all on today, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't because yeah. I would put one on now. I put one on in a month's time, I put one in another month's time and I will build them consistently. And during that six month period, I've got a breather there where I can think to myself, right now I can go and find another six quality backlinks in the next six months that I can add on after this six months is over and doing it that way, instead of just throwing them all on as soon as you can get your hands on them and long-term and consistently. And yeah, the same thing, like you said, bad quality content and shit like that, because people don't spend the time writing content. They don't do the, the website review. It's just, it's just pure um, shiny object syndrome where people yeah. just want to click a button and, and, Short -term it, and it works. Gratification. And it, yeah, but Google's pretty smart. You can't do that, unfortunately, anymore. You can you can game the system. We do it all the time in Magic Page. We if we put a Magic Page, if I got if I build a site in an area and I rank it in an area and I get the the main amount of keywords and I'm generating twenty leads a month from that particular site, mm -hmm. if I put a Magic Page plugin on there with a fifteen mile radius, I'm probably going to be ending up doing sixty or seventy leads a month, right? In very right. very quick succession. And then as you start to build all the trust and authority and all the additional pages, you're then going to be generating hundred leads a month from a site that didn't really have any any potential but what people try and do is they try and build a local business site and then and then stick a thousand pages on it and google's like what the fuck are you doing yeah you, google's you, like that's yeah that doesn't make any sense um, uh, so uh on that subject uh brad says uh how do you get magic pages ranked uh, exactly the same way you do local seo so basically what the, the, the my structure for for an mpp site is i have the the homepage, whether it's a county or whether it's a city. Um, and then I will always link from the homepage to the biggest areas. So the biggest local city. So let's say I do a 15 mile radius and there's four big areas. I will link from the four biggest areas on the homepage because then they're going to get the, the domain authority link pushed through to them. And then what I would do is I would tend to find the easy picking sites, the easy. So let's say we've got 30 pages on, on a site, the top three areas uh, on the homepage link to. But then what I'll do is I'll go and find areas that have got like between 10, 15 to maybe up to a 50 searches a month, right? And then what I'll do is I'll rank those using off-page SEO really quickly because as soon as people start coming on the site, that's going to mean the user behavior that they're going to be doing is going to show Google, ah, these are actually providing what they say they provide. So that will give me the trust, the authority, and the relevance in Google's eyes because people are coming and they're not going back and researching it. So then I'll rank those because they'll rank really quick. That'll build the whole site's trust, authority, and relevance, and your, your, your major city sites will start to rank a lot quicker. And then you start looking at trying to rank the actual bigger areas. So you kind of build the site's trust and authority before you ever start trying to rank the major cities. We, back in the day, we used to try and push the major cities and it'd work really well. But nowadays, because you've got to build, because Google's a lot smarter, you're better to do it that way because it works a lot quicker than just picking a high traffic um, keyword and, and trying to rank it straight out of the gate. Nice. Good stuff. Um, I think I've 
looked at these last few banners, do you think, I think we've covered pretty much all of them. Uh, I would say maybe... Oh, sorry, I was just looking at what I reached. Go on, go to the one you was on, because that's... No, I was jumping around because I, I thought that we talked about rich snippets a bit. We've talked we have, about we've done the rich snippets. Uh, we've, we've talked about the, the voice well. searching, um, the people also ask section um, of what the website. We've covered that earlier as well. Um, oh, was there anything glaring that you thought that the book got wrong? Uh, yeah, I think if you, I mean, I put so, so, so when we started out, I I got the two thousand and twenty one one first. And went through that before going through the 2023 one just to see what the changes in the book were and the amount of changes that that, that other than mentioning chat gpt and a few things like that he's not really made any changes and then when i looked into it the 2021 one was written in 2019 um so quite a lot is outdated however if you look at SEO now and in 2019, technology's changed and, and, yeah. and a few gimmicks have changed, but the actual fundamentals of SEO, which he does get into at the beginning really well, are still true. They're still true and they're probably going to be true for another 10. They've been true for 10 years. They've just got more sophisticated in figuring out how, whether you're actually being genuine or not. But if yeah. you try and, and focus on quality over quantity a lot nowadays, it's much, much easier. So I think the... Yeah, he got he got some bits wrong, but no more. I, I think I think he, as far as I've read a lot of SEO books, and this is my second favorite. Okay, my favorite was from a guy, and he does keep it up to date. He's from a guy called I have no fucking idea what his name is. He runs that um, exposure ninja, I think it's called. Okay, right in the UK, um, and his book is called How to Get to the Top of Google. And he has just rethinking it for 2023. I've not read the 2023 one, but I will. Uh, I've probably ordered it. And if I haven't, it'll be coming sometime in the next few weeks. Um, he tends to keep it up to date and he tends to, um, he, he pitches his stuff a lot in there. He, he's, he's using it as a, as, as a client getting strategy, but his book is, I think, better. Okay. Nice. Uh, a couple more questions came in about Magic Page whilst we were talking about um, look. the book. So, yeah. Uh, Sandy says, where can I get Magic Pages? All right, magicpageplugin.com. Yeah, magicpageplugin.com. That's where the uh, website, which, which is what we use for... Uh, so you hard code the top pages, no auto-generate, no... So, uh, so in Magic Page, Brad, you'll have what's called a city short code. So you can put in a square bracket, type in the word cities, and then put in another square bracket. And what will happen is it'll dynamically list the 10 closest locations to the current location that you're on, on your thing. So every single page has got a different dynamically linked um, like, 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 like list of locations that are closest. So if it was in Weymouth, it'd probably go Dorchester or somewhere like that. And then, but it'd have up to 10, you can change the amount. But then on the homepage, we don't add the city shortcode on the homepage. Instead, we go in and we say, right, so for if I was doing Weymouth, it'd be like, okay, Bournemouth, Poole, uh, Dorchester, and maybe one or two others are the most local, uh, are the largest local areas. So we put them on the homepage. And then when you hit one of them, you're still landing on the magic page, but you're landing on the magic page for Bournemouth because we link direct, we manually link to Bournemouth, we manually link to um, uh, Dorchester or Poole. And then from there, on them, you have the city shortcode, which then enables when Google hits there, it's like, oh, there's 10 more links to follow. It follows them. And every single page has got 10 additional links that are all different because it's all based on a radius of the page that they're currently on. 
Um, it's pretty smart the way it works. Um, my business partner actually created the, the, the that not not my current developers, my current business partner Martin. Um, years ago, me and him were doing all crazy scientific fucking shite before we, <laughs> and, and and he created a tarot card one that that. And it had radiuses, and we ranked it in something like 25,000 locations in the UK. Um, and people used to come on, and it's like, you want your tarot reading? Ring this number, and pick up the phone, and you'd spend a pound an hour or a pound a minute or whatever it was to get the tarots read. It was, it was mental. That's um, nuts. Yeah, there's, there's loads of mad <laughs> I, stuff. I swear to God, I learned like a new business thing you've done every single day. Well, that wasn't potentially, I didn't make much money out of that, but it was, he, he's the one who created it and did it. I mean, my, my business partner's just as entrepreneurial as I am, but the stuff he does, like I was saying to you the other day, when I used to have the uh, gay sex toys websites, um, yep. everything Drop was manually, it was, like, it was drop shipping. So everything was done manually. Whereas if, if I'd have been business partners with Martin, then he'd have automated the, the sales and the, 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 the distribution and all the rest of it. So I wouldn't have had to physically do it every day. We could have scaled that to a million a month easily. But yeah, you would you would be. I didn't like telling people what I did for a living. I didn't like telling people what I did. It's like, well, what do you do? It's like, well, I do all sorts of stuff, but th that was the most profitable. It's like, okay, I don't want to tell people this. Can so, you imagine your webinars if that had been the thing that took? Can you imagine off? me son. All right, guys. Like, what do you do? I sell sex toys. My son would be a right little. I just, yeah, it's not me that. But it's great, man. If you can, if you, if you don't, if you, if you make yeah. money. More dongs local. I knew. Uh, yeah. So so. Just quickly on that one, not all yes. generated. They are all generated by Magic Page, but we link to the actual major city pages. Is the answer to that one, mate? Uh, does Zagio help the ranking? Zagio is um, it's an on-page SEO plugin. We've got ZagioMagic.com. Uh, you get to see some of the stuff that me and Herc have done together. Um, me and Herc have spent a lot of time together getting Magic Page plugin and Zagio to work together. So they work really well together, um, and yes, it does outranking. It's fucking. It's it's a, it's a really good tool. It's it's on par with Yoast, but the guy who owns it is really really involved, and the guy who owns it and understands it and does all the research, and he does actually rank and rent sites and things like that. So he's right in the forefront of what's happening, rather than just a plugin where you can't get any help and you can't get any changes. Yeah, the training was really good as well in in for Zadja as well, I thought the uh, when I was looking at using it myself when we were making the making the site yep. i thought it was really really good i think i went through that site and updated all the meta titles because you've not done it but yes um yeah 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 i, I still you're learning a lot up, at the minute but like uh, i yeah <laughs> do you list them in the sitemap to get them seen by google so um if you go into magic page plugin settings you click on the sitemap button and then under sitemap forward slash sitemap.xml you'll get a, a sitemap of all the magic pages already built and done so you only just click that button and 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 you can submit the sitemap if you want, but it, it automatically builds a sitemap for you. Uh, oh, Mike, any discount on Magic Page plugin for the uh, loyal followers of the Wide Bait? <laughs> uh, I love it. Leaves me going Good and energy. creating a, a a thingy that, and I don't know if if we've got any specials on at the minute, you can probably watch the webinar on the front page. Actually, if you want, if you go to magicpageplugin.com, just let me see if this is still there. Uh, learn to get rich with digital real estate, free training. Yeah. If you watch the training, you'll get a discount there, bud. I think you get, I think, I think that training, if you watch the training, that that's that, because you spend some time to learn some of our strategies. Uh, we, we, Give you a discount and i think you get some additional tools added including things like that as well Sweet. um 
Yeah. Okay, there guys. Don't ask, um, don't. I like that. Good energy. Well, you've got to ask, can't you? Okay, yeah. Well, if you don't, you. If you don't, then I get your money instead of you keeping it. So yeah. Definitely <laughs> uh, anything else? All right. Any other questions? Yeah. Any other questions? Boom. Okay. Um, thanks. Cool. Right. Okay. Awesome. So I think we've gone through all that. Final thoughts would be the same as always. We always have a final thought. Uh, yeah. When it comes to SEO, ask yourself the question, trust, authority, relevance, and user behavior. So basically, when you're talking about on-page SEO, you're trying to build trust, relevance, and authority. Once you've got it to the point where you think, right, yeah, this is complete. Like, look at it and say to yourself, okay, if the first page of Google doesn't include this, is the first page of Google, like, missing something? And if it is, then you're on you're on the right track. Yeah. And then user behavior is super important, but, but but focus more on user behavior on a mobile nowadays because if you focused on user behavior, and, and when I say user behavior, the key to user behavior, right, it's nothing complicated. Like you'll hear people, I know there's special tools out there and they say if you do a left circle with your mouse and silly things, like that, it's called the happy signal and Google has all these crazy signals. But I mean, <laughs> basically Google's main signal is they come, they make a search, they leave, they don't come back. If you don't go back to Google, Google's happy. It's the only site in the world that doesn't want to keep users on, right? And that's it. So even if you can't give them exactly what it is they want, but you put an AI fucking chat thing in there that says, how can we help you? Oh, sorry, it's not something we can do, but click this link and this will help you go somewhere that will be able to help you. That, as from an SEO perspective, is how to use an AI-generated chat tool to um, increase your SEO because what's happening is they're seeing them leave your site, come to there, go into your chat, click on uh, on a link inside of your chat and never go back and remake the search. So it's all about people not remaking the search. That's it. That's that's user behavior in, in, in a nutshell. If people are not going back to Google and making the search again, then your you user behavior is on point. Every, every, all the other tricks and tips and all the other stuff that people can tell you might might help a little tiny bit, but the number one factor is Google wants to see people leave. You can take people off Google onto your site and it never goes back. Then it knows you've given what it wants because Google really just wants to give people what they want. Awesome. And we have one more, have we? Thanks, guys. Great weekend. You too, Andrea. Cheers, Andrea. Thanks, Alden. Thanks, Brad. Thanks. Sandy, I, don't know, I can see there's tons of people's names in the chat there. But yes, thank you yeah. very, very much. It's been awesome. Um, Thanks, everyone. Not as long as usual. Oh, wait there. No, oh, wait a minute. No, no. not going yet. Have you got another book for next week? I do have another book for next week. I was going to stop you there for a second because thank God I'm not going to be talking about SEO next week. <laughs> well, not on the podcast. I have a feeling I'm going to be doing quite a lot of it in the office. But the... Yep. Um, the book for next week is a complete heel turn in the opposite direction. Um, we are going to be looking at The Warrior Ethos by Stephen Pressfield. Look at the size of that book. Oh, if that you're book. just listening, this is wonderfully a wonderfully small book. Um, it's only, uh, I think it's just a hundred and something pages, which is amazing because well, yeah. you know we've got to get through all of these books in our free time. And Mike is a reading machine, as you can probably tell, because he keeps flexing his library on all of us. But um, <laughs> I'm still only a couple of months into this reading habit, and um, obviously uh, trying to learn everything here in the office for of the SEO, building the website, and then going home and like learning human psychology or <laughs> the, the chimp paradox or reading influence over here. Um, that was yeah. It's tough. 
my poor brain. Just asked any 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 page rerouter discounts. Um, um, if you type in, Georgia knows what that is. Oh, in fact, just give me a second. If you go to, what's the URL? I have no idea. P P R forty, I think. Um, or, or yeah, if you watch the training on Magic Page, I think you get the page rerouter chucked in with the deal. Um. But yes, I think what it is is right. Do you know? Do you know if he was going to have a fight, like 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 most people say they're going to go and pick the big strong one. It's like I just knock out the big one on all this. This week, Callum, <laughs> his balls have dropped, and he's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to pick the thinnest book I can. I'm going to have a week off and have some life back, rather Absolutely. than studying twenty four seven. So I've already bought another book to read in the week, and I'll read that one on Thursday the night before the podcast. Is awesome. And James, the uh, code I think has just got stuck up in the in the chat there, George's in there boom okay guys right we're thank good. you everybody it's been an awesome podcast this week it's been a way different than normal but we're back on to the warriors yeah, next has. week i've been um, been very quiet i'm sure everyone's pretty relieved i'm not there to give you misinformation about ah, history yeah but um, that, next week we're back on to your oh, subject i'll be back given all of the misinformation the so week. i show them what's coming the week at nah fuck it i'll keep it for this one we've got the awful of this book this book here I'm not showing you. We've got him coming on the week after next, so that's going to be fun. Um, yeah, very excited about that one. To that. So, guys, thank you for watching. As usual, subscribe to the channel and all that shit. And yeah, subscribe will... to this one. Even if you're normally just subscribed to, to to Mike, we do talk about some other pretty crazy stuff other than uh, SEO and rank and rent and all of that good stuff. But it's good to be varied, you know? Got to be a, a warrior poet. Well, Skilled in everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, one. boom. That's cool. Look at me saying yeah, boom. Oh, I'm such a such a shill. There we go. Warrior Ethos, Stephen Pressfield. That's what they're doing next week. Yeah. Right. Have a good one. See you all next Wicked. week. Laters. Cheers. Bye.